Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to episode 152 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, February 18th, 2015. And my name is Dan Gorman. Yes, God damn it, I'm going to have the fucking poached salmon with the son of a bitching rice and the dirty bastard salad with a shitload of rock for dressing. Thank you. And uh, who knows what this asshole wants. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, man. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons. Up yours, children. My name is Greg Legro, and chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear. And when I do, it's usually something unusual. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got tons to talk about. No, this hold week. on. Where was yours from? Mine was from Dogfight. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Sweet. Which we'll get to. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> we have tons to talk about. We played Film Roulette. Two of us saw The Kingsman. And one of us saw Fifty Shades of Grey while two of us were listening to Beyonce. And then we will roll for movies next week and we will play 90210 Yeah Relay where we will talk about an episode of 90210 Season 2. And uh, so much more. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so not, let's, not much more. Uh, not much more. No. Um, but before we get to Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, please rate and review us on iTunes mm-hmm. if you would like to. And the voting for the blog to podcast of toronto top 10 podcasts of toronto is still open is it still open until no, this weekend closed. is it closed, it closed? Yeah. i thought it was open right up until the weekend no nope. no nope. well <clears throat> never mind yeah, yeah. go hope back you, in time you did that yeah. yeah if you didn't do that we hate you <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you're mad that we hate you you can email us at info at modern attention dan yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you love the way we hate you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Regarding Dan's hate, <laughs> <laughs> I take all the dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a collage. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, then let's get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Okay. Movies we've seen, news and such. I know that there hasn't been a ton of news. No, no. But there's, oh uh, yeah, it's a little bit there. Really. I don't know. I feel like not really. <laughs> like I, I wrote down the Aloha trailer came out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I watched it. Yeah, me too. Let's move on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. Remember Elizabeth Town? Yeah, this is gonna be kind of like that. I think. I, f- I feel like I saw the whole movie. Like, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I just don't want to see this. And, and it's not so that it's a long trip. People in it. There's a shitload of uh, lo- there's a shitload of lot of people. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah, like it, they introduce everybody and who they are and what they want, and I'm like, 
I know how they'll get it, and we're done here. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. Like, there's so much going on in the trailer. Just like, this is who this is, and but but it tells. He'd still just be making this movie. Though. I know. Yeah, it shows you so. Is much it because without... no one liked Vanilla Sky? I don't know. I think so. It's called it Vanilla Town. Vanilla Town. <laughs> that's, that's a confusing <laughs> sexual euphemism. I'm going to take her to Vanilla Town. <laughs> what? Uh-uh. Is that it's like, like two shades Dairy of gray Queen? there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the trailer shows like so much of like the beats of the plot, but I still don't really know a lot about what it's going to be actually about. Like, it's like I know he's going home and like. He's got an ex there and yeah. kind of a new fling. And, yeah. But and I feel like Bill all Murray's going to tell a lot of people a lot of wise stuff. Yeah. I feel like all the stuff that you don't know is going to happen is the stuff I don't care about. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, like I, I was really offended by Bill Murray in that in that trailer. <laughs> where it's like, oh, stop telling everybody how to live. <laughs> like I just I hate that kind of movie where there's like the wise old guy who's like, sometimes you've got to break all the rules to follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you stayed married this long? No, I murdered my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an old man. Yeah, so, so you will you'll listen to me. Yeah, yeah. But it is Bill Murray, so... I know. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it'll be charming when yeah, it comes yeah. out of his face. But. Yeah. It seems like... I don't know. He was so picky about what he would do for so long. I was long. just now thinking it's like that. he's kind of turned up in some... What are you doing? Yeah, I feel like he's turning up in movies now the way he turns up at people's house parties. Uh, here I am. <laughs> he's very... Need me to be wise? Undiscerning, yeah. Mm. I'll do a goofy dance, maybe. Yeah, I <laughs> might do a little dance on my bartend. I might tell you some words to live by. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's a nice, touching story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's Cameron Crowe, so I feel like it's going to be even if it's a misfire, there's going to be a there's going to be something there that's a a little different than the shitty romantic comedy that it looks like. But what was the last one that he did that was good? Was Uh, it almost famous? Yeah, I, guess I don't so. know. I we feel thought like it Azu was, was famous. pretty good. Just kidding, I didn't see it. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because they bought a zoo. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't. The title. I get it. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't buy a ticket to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess so. Almost famous. That was it's the last been a like, while. successful one, and people liked it. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not down for that. No. No. It just looks boring. It just, I don't know. Yeah, not too much else to say mm, about it. No. Was there any other news? I'm scrolling through Slash Film I, here I trying to find something down for news. Everything I happened know. last week. Yeah, totally. Last week was an explosion of news. Yeah, well, the big, stuff. the big news uh, you guys were talking about last night in the uh, in the pop culture world right now, everyone's talking about the Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah. Yes. You, guys, right, you guys watched it. Might as well I did not. It. Yeah, yeah, I was too busy watching nine hundred two and zero. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched. I watched all eight hours of it. Yep. Yeah, they uh, did a red carpet thing and everything. Did they? Yeah, oh, I, I saw people commenting like, "Why are they doing a red carpet? This is boring." <laughs> I, I saw the twenty fifth anniversary one when it aired, fifteen years. Ago. Oh my yeah. god! Are you kidding? Yeah, I watched it uh, like. Uh, a zillion times. Yeah, like we ta- VHS taped it off of uh, the television mm-hmm. right after Crash Course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were on the same tape. Um, and yeah, I just watched the tits off that yeah, thing. It was all great. the time. It was over really good. and over and over. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And this was no that. No, it really wasn't. 
and why it seems so clumsy all the time. They couldn't get the cameras in the right place. It was re- and the sound was like at one point they're doing like a whole montage and and in the background you just hear. Uh, okay, good. I'm hey, right everybody, the- what's going oh, on? Oh, is this my television? Is it my computer? Is it is it me? <laughs> it's you. Uh, <laughs> is that is that going on in my head right I now? Think it's my teeth. It's my fillings. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it 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 felt like a lunchtime it's, cabaret. It seems like every <laughs> like, major te- televised event now has that shit. Like I know that it's like fucking crazy hard to do that. Like I get it. But like I feel like every Oscars, there's like somebody's mic is fucked up. Or, well, like, yeah, I, like, yeah, but I also feel like they've been doing Saturday Night Live for forty years. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they had forty years to work that shit out. Yeah, they don't. It's not even like one after the other live. They showed so many clips, like a lot more clips. I feel like this time. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like a lot of clips. Like it really feels like they told everybody the night before. Yeah, and they were like, "We got, don't worry, we got like a fuck ton of clips, yeah. and uh, we wrote some uh, really shitty sketches. <laughs> so we can do those sketches." I can't believe they did Bassomatic again. But they did. It, it, it was the exact same thing, yeah. except for now it was it's 2015 or yeah, something. Yeah. It was the exact same thing, except yeah. executed much more poorly. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even was, know what to think about it. Like, I saw it was happening. I'm like, okay, where's where are they? Yeah, gonna yeah, it? like like ha, ha, where are they going to update it? They've had 40 years. Yeah. To think about something with Bassomatic, but no, they just did the sketch. I, I feel, feel like Dan, Dan. It's not a. It's not a. A do it again sketch. It's not the parrot sketch. I don't. It's not the parrot sketch. Isn't to do it again sketch. Well, when at they, least he changed the things he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the long diatribe of the things the parent is the parrot isn't. Yeah, you know. Uh, I I feel like that's where we're at though. Like with we mentioned Jimmy Fallon brief, briefly on a recent episode. Like that's like remember this. Here it is again, but they yeah. are old now. So, like, yeah. yeah, I bet you didn't think that you would see them doing that again. Yeah. The well, same that, thing, or, or want to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that brings up the the uh, opening number, w- oh, which yeah. was Fallon and Timberlake doing yeah. one of their Jimmy Fallon rap things. Yeah. Um, and okay, I understand how when you talk, like when you go, oh, what about this for an idea? We do one of our little patented rap things, yeah. But we include every uh, uh, you know catchphrase and 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 all the different things from Saturday Night Live mm. for the last forty years. I understand when you say that, you go, oh, that could be a, a good idea. <laughs> and then, but then when you start to rehearse it, how do you not go, oh, this is a shitty idea. <laughs> this is horrible. This is the worst thing we could do. Yeah. Uh, that was embarrassing, but I think the most, for me, the most embarrassing thing, other than Miley Cyrus singing 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. I didn't really have a huge problem with that. Oh, I heard a lot of people saying that it was great. It was fucking terrible. Like, she thought it was a country song. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah, Yeah, no, I I, don't know. I I thought it was fine. I'm a huge fan of the song, but it's a song that I've heard so many times that I don't really have, like, a personal relationship with it anymore you know what i mean i don't even necessarily have a personal relationship yeah. with it i just think that sh- that what she was doing with it it like it was in a weird range for her and i feel like she didn't understand like i don't know i feel like eh. with with paul simon there's a certain subtlety that you need to take with his songs well he and didn't make that putting... kind of subtlety with his fucking face uh <laughs> <laughs> no there's no there's no so it's weird it's like he's slowly turning into edie burkell i don't, <laughs> I don't know how that happens God maybe damn. she's turning into him i haven't seen her in a while I thought you were gonna. I didn't know that was the uh, where that 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 joke was gonna go. I thought you were gonna say that Cars song from uh, the album we listened to. Oh, yeah. I think just because I was listening to that today, oh, and yeah. he was like, "Cars are 
same everywhere. You buy them here, you buy them there. And it's like, yeah, real. That's true. Hey, well, real. Look, you're, you're, you're still listening drive to them it. In the uh, east, drive them in the west. Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, he, but, had, so he had something done to his face. Yeah, oh. yeah. Mm. Something real weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, I just saw the, I, I watched it a hundred times, the footage of him at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concert just from a couple of years ago. He didn't look that like I don't know why he did something. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it seems unnecessary. Freaky. So Especially unnecessary. If, if he's going to do so much with his face, why does he? Why does he still have the hair of an infant? <laughs> What's going on with that? And also, I like I appreciate the Paul McCartney way of letting your face get really old, but having your hair stay twenty five. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, that was all right. I like that his, was yeah, what his maybe, maybe uh, I'm amazed was yeah. fucking fantastic. I don't know yeah. where he found that drummer. No, that but guy was great. That guy right? was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy's like my new favorite drummer because he was super precise, but he was like a, a heavy so hitter too. And just into it. Yeah, yeah. He was great. <laughs> and also his backing vocals were really pretty. Yeah. Um, but I think the most embarrassing thing for me was um, when they did the weekend update thing and they mm-hmm. had people come oh, on and yeah. do their impress like Emma Stone doing Roseanne Rosanna Dana. Yeah, like and not very well. Not just, well at just all. Just got the wig on. That's yeah, it. all she did was have the wig on and just say the words. Like, yeah, yeah. And now, granted, like that character is not anything that anybody but Gilda Radner could pull off. Not according Which, to my mom. Uh, why your mom thought she Emma does Stone that was... all the time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Your mom my and my mom. mom. Yeah, I've been doing that for forty years. Yeah, I, yep. I can't. Actually, that's a funny. I can't count the times. Remember my mom going, real attractive guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, still a swing and a miss. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and Melissa McCarthy doing, doing yeah. uh, uh, Matt Foley. Yeah. Jesus, not a not a pleasant thing to watch. No, all, that was really awkward. Uh, and the doing the, when uh, uh, Dan Fatroyd and uh, <laughs> the other Belushi came out and did the Blues Brothers at the end of that musical number, it was just like this is horrible. Yeah, this is just oh man, why do that? Horrible. Yeah, why do it? A lot of it was like, why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we? It sounds too much. Just like yeah, yeah, these were sketches. Yeah, like you have to have some elements of that, but at the same time, like why not have? Dan Aykroyd come back and just like make a new sketch for him and like make yeah, it money. Or, or, or do a new sketch. Like I mean, okay, they did the the uh, actually, I gotta say the the Wayne's World sketch. I thought it kind of worked. I liked Wayne's World and I liked the Jeopardy. Yeah, because uh, I'll watch Norm Macdonald doing Burt Reynolds for the just till the, rest the day, of my till life. the day I die. And <laughs> yeah. fucking Daryl Hammond is still hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Doing, that's great. Um, and I love Alec Baldwin's Tony Bennett. It's oh my god. I think I think Alec Baldwin doing Tony Bennett is one of my top 5 favorite impressions of all time. Yeah, yeah. Because he hits it every fucking time. <laughs> so good. It's brilliant. Um <laughs> Uh, blah, blah, blah. But I think my favorite, my two favorite moments were Louis C.K. Uh, um, uh, introducing the uh, the sh- the filmed bits of right. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that was great because he was like, uh, the film bits are always the the good parts, and then the live parts are always suck, and they're always so long. It's like it's been going for forty years. There's only been seventeen sketches. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, that's pretty good. Yeah. Seinfeld coming out. My of like favorite that too. thing Jerry, was Seinfeld. Seinfeld was great. Seinfeld and Larry David being yeah. assholes. Yeah, <laughs> like. Just just having a conversation with yeah. each other, just being very self-satisfied. We put the last two tickets to Disneyland before it burned down. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah but- mostly it was like so so long. Really not impressive. And the choice of clips, I didn't think was very good either. No, like of all of of the Phil Hartman things, this show. Now, granted, I did laugh because he's the best, but. 
of all of the colon blow. We're just going to show the whole colon blow commercial, yeah, which which is fine. But it, that that but commercial's it. not why he's funny. No, like how could just show a fucking unfrozen caveman lawyer? Yeah, sketch. just show a sketch. Yeah, uh, one of his uh, great characters or anything. Uh, There's oh, a lot of things you could have done. Yeah. I really enjoyed the in memoriam uh, thing where they showed, and I enjoyed that they that they had crew in there as well. Yeah, that it, it was like everybody who worked oh, in Saturday Night Live because Saturday yeah. Night Live has always really been very supportive yeah. of not only the performers but the crew as yeah. well, and I've, and that's something I've always really liked. And I love that they stuck John Lovitz on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed my ass off. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, oh, and uh, I really think it was unfair of them to bring Eddie Murphy out without having told him he was going to be on the show. Yeah, what I was heard that. that yeah. Why would you? After all, no, but I knew he was going to be there. I read about it like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, Eddie's coming back to fucking Saturday Night Live." I was like, "Please, one more Mr. Robinson's day." Yeah, right? yeah, anything or what's he going to do? Like, I haven't seen him be yeah. funny in front of people like. It, uh, it's a million years, yeah. right? And it's like fucking. This is awesome, and this big lead up, and then he's like. Hey, all right, uh, let's go to commercial. Yeah, and literally he's like, oh, well, you know, I, I liked it. and uh, I'm glad people still think it's funny. And, yeah, and uh, I guess I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> can you start the yeah. can you start the music? Or, uh, <laughs> so I don't know what the fucking point was, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. if I was reading some people's reaction to that, and I don't know if they were people were speculating, like maybe, you know, they didn't, t- like communication wasn't had between what he needed to do or... Or if he was saying, like, no, I won't do sketches or what. But, yeah. yeah I heard yeah. that it was pretty kind of like, why? what yeah. are you misusing? Like, like 15, 20 years, Eddie will yeah. do anything to avoid uh, being celebrated by us again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, there was one fucking He didn't Steve come Martin. out and do his reggae, yeah? Yeah. Reggae songs? <laughs> if he came out and sang uh, party all the time. Yeah. I would have yeah. been like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, just even if he had to come out wearing all leather, I would have yeah. been like, oh, good enough. The Somebody place gone fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah people no, were like, uh, maybe, you know, he performed you know, like on drugs for so long. Maybe just like maybe being, just, he's not being on up anymore. on stage sober in front of people and having such like a lull in his career is like an anxiety thing. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Steve Martin had a fucking line that was... I enjoyed his... He was great. And Martin Short. He was great, though. Yeah. Martin Short and, well, at fucking uh, Maya Rudolph doing Beyonce is one of the funniest things. Yeah. Um, But uh, Steve Martin had a fucking great line at the beginning. He was like... um, God, there's so much talent. Look at all the the celebrity and the the famous faces in the audience. Uh, the this whole building could come crashing down right now, and it still wouldn't be NBC's biggest problem. <laughs> 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 like that is a yeah. fucking great line. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Like people who were you know uh, veterans of being awesome, you know, uh, and performers. Steve Martin was excellent. Alec Baldwin was excellent. Yeah, Martin Short, so so good. That might have been the most the hottest anybody was for a long period of time was Martin Short with Maya Rudolph. They just yeah. even when the material yeah. wasn't good, it was they kept it, it alive. It was consistent, you know? and they were lively with it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, and being able to cut away to Bill Murray singing the Jaws love theme, love theme. You know what I loved about that is that they didn't update it to a new movie or anything. No. It, was, it was still an old movie from the time. Like I like that that character is still stuck in. Yeah, the, yeah. In that was pretty good. That made me very happy. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess like onwards back to mediocre episodes of SNL now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they brought out like they they used Kate McKinnon a little bit. Yeah. They really used that many people from 
from the new. No. For, for, except they still let Leslie Jones come out well, and they, scream people, at the they, audience. They need to find out. I don't know. Because I still, that's the first time I've seen her. Mm. So I guess they yeah, need to get her out there. That's what she does. Okay. <laughs> they need to get her out there because Ghostbusters is coming. Uh, and that's probably going to be the most watched Saturday Night Live thing all year. So people need to see her face. But yeah, yeah. I still have no idea what she does. Yeah. Never seen a sketch yet. Oh, she's just the worst. Pete Davidson, I'm starting to really warm to. I think yep. that that kid's actually pretty funny now. Fair enough. Do they use uh, Kyle? What's his name? Kyle? Is it Mooney? Kyle Mooney. Yeah. yeah. No, he. Oh, he he's my favorite. Just kind of. He just. Yeah. They they showed an extended clip of one of my favorite of his shorts, which is like the weird one where he's like the hip hop dancer. <laughs> oh God, that's it's so funny. I, I I like anything that guy does. It's so funny. Yeah. When he him, does and, those... him and Beck Bennett together. Yeah. Are fucking great. Yeah, when he does really those good. like California like oh, low man. budget. Uh, yeah, uh, like oh, cable like the, access stuff. Yeah, the yeah. cable access, which thing. was like a YouTube sketch before it was on SD. Like he brought that with him. Oh, so cool. fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all right, mostly disappointed. Like I was so excited to watch it, and it was just don't understand. Yeah. I feel like I knew what I was in for. Yeah. I, feel, I, I was like, this is. I, I know this is going to be awkward mm-hmm. to watch, but I, I'm not exactly sure how yeah. it's going to be awkward. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess because like for the 25th. The show is just starting its upswing again. Yeah. So, uh, you know, strong yeah. writers, ambitious. Yeah, who knows? Anyway. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It's Saturday Night Live, and it is what it mm-hmm. is, and I'll always be a supporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch the 50th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of 50 ways to leave your lover, uh-huh. uh, I watched a movie this weekend with Emma, who had never seen it, oh. called Better Off Dead, yeah, which that uh, song is featured very minorly in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but John Cusack, yeah, Emma had never seen Better Off Dead. What, what a delight think? to see oh that. Oh, my God. She was like, time. that was great. <laughs> yes, it's just fucking it's great. so, <laughs> so... So I was really trying not to laugh like my idiot self yeah. because yeah. everything in that movie makes me laugh like yep. an idiot. Yeah. And the the part that really, really uh, got me like really hard was uh, there's a scene where... Which part got you really got hard? got me really hard. <laughs> the scene got me so hard. <laughs> Laughing hard, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> everything isn't about boners, Casey. <laughs> No, the part that made me laugh super hard <laughs> right. was when um, John Cusack meets Diane's character for the first time outside oh. of the dance, and Ricky is running up to them because he's been looking for her the whole like dance, mm-hmm. and he's got a yellow balloon, yeah. and he's running up to them, and he lets go of the balloon accidentally, yeah. and he has this like panic moment of like turning away from running towards them and like reaching and half jumping and then realizing like I need to go over there and then like forget about the balloon Ricky and running it's 100% physical performance and it just fucking kills me he's like oh my oh <laughs> like I gotta go oh now I have to watch that yeah, movie again just from that again. description Dude, I have to watch yeah. it again it's the smallest little thing and it fucking yeah. cracks yeah. me up well that I movie's love that movie. full of little moments like that though it's yeah. just uh, that's one of my all time favorites what yeah. a great great movie I love me some Savage Steve Holland. Hell yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. If you've never seen John Cusack in Built to, Sp- in Built to Spill, <laughs> in uh, Better Off Dead, you got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the so reason good. why he's the best. Yeah. yeah. Or was. So funny. Mm-hmm. 
And for a movie that's just all kind of like vignettes and sketches and stuff, it hangs together pretty well. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really feel so much like that. Like, it no. feels like such a cohesive movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, there's characters that are pr- pretty much there only to be like a gag, like the race car drivers and stuff yeah. that he's yeah, doing, yeah. The, they, they kind of have like a cyclical thing where every few scenes they come back and like each sketch kind of has like an arc. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, he raced some people. That was funny. Yeah, they yeah. come back and then each of those sketches ends up or the like, capitalizing. Did. Yeah. yeah. Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. What uh, else? I had I had a, a moment like that. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. Another good segue. Because uh, Myos uh, had never seen Beetlejuice. Right. So I showed it to her and, and desperately tried not, not to. Not to say the lines and stuff. So it, not, to, not only not to say the lines, but not to... Before everything that I love, not to go, get ready. Yeah. I had that too. I was like desperately trying not to say it's a, it's a shame <laughs> yeah. white people throw into a perfectly good wo- oh, white yeah. boy or, yeah. or like being like, this light's good, just wait. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil it either. Uh, but yeah. I, I noticed something that I'd never noticed before uh, it, that uh, Otho is uh, uh, actually a, a better medium than, than you would think. Or than than he's uh, portrayed to be because he he says um, uh, something uh, somebody uh, I think uh, uh, Lydia says she's going to commit suicide or something and he's like mm-hmm. oh be careful because uh, if you commit suicide uh, here in the afterlife you come back as a civil servant and the girl at the desk in the um, oh, yeah. in the waiting room has the the slashed wrists. Right. Yeah. She came back as a civil servant. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Yeah, it's like there a little, uh, little thing <laughs> I never noticed before. I'm like, pretty clever, Tim Burton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had one in you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did Miles like it? Uh, she loved it. Yeah. yeah. She nice. and, 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 you know, upon watching it, I was like, I'm not I'm not offended by the idea of a sequel. Like, this movie is is such that... I feel like a sequel is not going to hurt it. Yeah. Like a shitty sequel is yeah. not going to well, hurt it. Well, I mean, it. if it's Michael Keaton, you mm-hmm. know, that's a thing. I think and the it, mistake would be to bring him back and like crank up the running time for his character. Because like, the thing everyone says is like, Beetlejuice is only in the movie for like 15 minutes if yeah. you count his screen time. Right. And I think that they should keep maybe bump it up a bit, but I don't think the whole movie should be crazy. Beetlejuice 100%. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that would be, be the big supporting mistake. Plot. Like that, that's the great thing is that, is that the, the majority of the plot belongs to the Maitland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder if they'll do the thing that he originally wanted to do with the sequel. Which was um, which he wanted to do like only a year or two after the original was a uh, Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii. Was that him wanted to do that, or was that like a studio thing? I think that was his idea. Was that his? I yeah. can never remember what the. But yeah, that's really weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> super weird. It, but it's it's weird to the point where I'm like, I feel like he had a very specific thing in mind yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and and knowing that, I feel like it, it it could be at least interesting. Yeah, I'm I've been curious about this as soon as I heard that uh, Michael Keaton was. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. that's all I really care about. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And fucking uh, uh, Winona Ryder is fantastic in that she movie. Is. Yeah, oh, and she's, she's a great, too. great performance. Is top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. I think Michael oh, yeah. Keaton was on. Uh, I think it was it was off camera or off screen on the Wolf Pop Network. Yeah, and he briefly they had like a half hour chat. He was in a rush. They mostly talk about Birdman, but he briefly brought that up. Yeah. And was like, yeah, like it's talking. I'm not against it. Like we have to see about like what the script would be, and so yeah, right. that was interesting. Well, honestly, if he has a hand in it, I feel like I'll sleep a little better. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. Totally. Like if he has a hand in, in deciding how, yeah. how it goes. And I think they brought up that whole thing about like the running time and how much he's in it. He mm-hmm. said kind of like, yeah, I, I don't think it should be the Beetlejuice movie. Right. Yeah, it has to support like something else. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. What did you get up to? I saw lots of stuff this week. All right. Whole, yeah, me, me, me too. Whole bunch. Um, all based on talking to you guys. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I'll start with, uh, I saw Obvious Child. Okay. Oh, what'd you think? I did, what a great movie. Yeah. Right? What a great movie. So fucking she's, she's heartwarming. Just lovely and, in oh. it. Um, yeah, really funny, really Try cute not to and, fall in love. Watch that movie, try not to fall in love with Jenny Slade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I liked it so much. Yeah. And it's just a breeze to watch. It's really, oh, yeah. Really, Something I'll watch really again for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, Richard Kind. I yeah. love him so much. In that <laughs> Especially when he's got little puppets. Um, I'll keep that short because we've talked about that movie a whole yeah, bunch of go times. See yeah, it's as good as yeah, everyone man. says. It's it's a really just a, a total treat yeah. of a unique uh, romantic comedy, um, and probably a star maker for uh, for Jenny Slate. Yeah, she's so great fingers it. crossed. Yeah. <clears throat> then I'll jump to uh, another one to keep it short, and then I'll move on, and you guys can go. Uh, I watched the one I love. Okay. Uh, uh, the movie that you watched last week. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. See, it's such a generic title. You're I like, forgot. Yeah, yeah. That Is I that the one it. I saw? It's, I don't. Yeah, the title doesn't make like it didn't feel right with the movie. Right, and it kind of kept me from watching it because it, I was it sat on Netflix forever, right. and I'm like. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but having seen the movie, it does make sense, right? It does like, make yeah. sense. It's a good title if you've seen the movie, right? <laughs> but yeah. But, but if you're going then, in, you're there's not. There's something else you could have done because yeah. it's such a peculiar, such a peculiar film. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it, (laughs) but I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, Just because it just didn't, it lacked some, the real finality wasn't there that I wanted to go where, where I want, I don't know where I wanted to go, but it wasn't where it went. Okay. And it didn't land hard enough for me at the end. It was just kind of like, well, this is just getting weird. And then, then the little like tag buzz at the end, it was like. Okay, weird, but what? <laughs> oh, see, now yeah. I liked. I really liked the end. I like. I thought the ending was really, really great. Okay, let's I just, let's spoiler alert the podcast right okay. now. If you haven't seen the one I love, we'll get. It, I want to get into this a little bit. Okay, so if you haven't seen it, please skip ahead. You know, a couple minutes. Yeah. Fair warning. But I I really want to talk about the final beat of this movie without and spoiling it. Okay, so. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hopefully people have skipped. Yeah. But have you skipped yet? If you, you should probably still do listening. it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck around. Um, the thing I loved about the ending is when the ending was happening and it's kind of like, oh, he's going to leave with the wrong woman or the wrong, yeah. quote, the wrong clone version. or version. I was like, all right, I knew that was going to come. But then when the movie ended and I started thinking like the ending isn't, oh, he left with the wrong one. The ending is like, He's gonna live the rest of his life being like, "Oh, did I did I leave with the wrong one? I'll yeah. never know." Well, uh, like, or, or I because like... I don't know if she learned like if we've learned something and now we're a better better couple or we're only a better couple because See, I don't know. That's what I fucking loved about it because the look on his face went because like he he's like oh, she's like oh I'll make breakfast oh what are you gonna make oh I'm gonna make bacon. And and yeah. that's what he wants. He wants her to make bacon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he gets it, and he's like. Oh, now I don't know if I want that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like. Well, he's miserable. Uh, I, I don't know if that's... He's, no, he's miserable almost the whole time when yeah. he's around. He's not down yeah. with it at all. It doesn't feel right. Like the things that would make him that he desires when his wife is challenging him. When those things are taken away, he's it's it's empty, and he realizes that they don't mean anything because he never falls for the 
the alternate version. Right. Yeah. He's not down. No, at because any he's point. too busy spying on everybody and being being up in his fucking head. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, like, and he'll never be happy because he's too busy trying to figure out what everybody else is doing around him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, when I mean, she she is able to feel love and she's able to 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 know what she wants out of a person and be happy. Yeah. But he never is. So he ends he ends up with her. With with the one that makes him bacon, and he's he should be great about that, but he's like, well, maybe she's the wrong one now. He'll never be happy because he's yeah. too much of an asshole. Yeah, and that's <laughs> sorry, it just rings very true to me. Yeah, and that's what I like because I liked that you know the the ending felt very like expected for me. I was like, all right, he's gonna leave, and then yeah, I guess let, I was wait for the rug pull. Like, okay, and bacon, got yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like it coming a mile away. I just really like what that meant. You know, yeah. yeah, and I, I, it took me a little bit. I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, even you know, if if it is like he's realized now he's with the one that he technically should want, but like, is has she learned something from the experience to say like, you know what, he likes bacon, I'll make him some bacon, and he's probably learned that like. I, he's gonna do things that I like. That you know, we're, we've learned something from this weekend. Right. Maybe it's the real one that's making the bacon, and he's yeah, well, yeah, always I, in the back of his mind. Be too. Like, I did really. What I did like about the movie is what you were saying too, and your perception of a relationship, and what you think that you want out of it, or how you see the person, and yeah, what, they, what they're offering you, mm-hmm. or saying to you, or not saying to you. I like that it sort of undressed that a little bit, and I think that's such a good idea. I guess I wanted more out of that yeah, as like opposed a fuller to like exploration. getting into like a cheap little like wink at the yeah. end you know yeah, I not that it's that, cheap but, but it yeah. was a little twilight zone like and we're done yeah. on to the next no, thing no I can yet, totally you know? understand that it just Definitely. didn't I was, it's like it's such an such an interesting idea yeah. I feel like it, I feel like it was the movie that it wanted to be yeah uh, it, it was a little bare bones uh, uh, yeah and, like with, the, with those kind down. of themes you could fucking get into some deep you could yeah. but at the <laughs> same time I kind of liked that it was um like I think I compared it to Force Majeure when I uh, yeah uh, when I did the review of it, and I kind of liked that it was just this very linear uh, examination of of how a man goes about his relationships. Yeah, it's not just about the man either, but no. but again, like uh, like I feel like Elizabeth Moss character got it yeah you know boy was she good in it yeah like boy I, was she good i've always enjoyed her I've, like i i never really watched mad men or anything but man i fell in it. love with her in this movie yeah like, uh, oh no, my I've god I she's outstanding on mad men yeah. um yeah. but yeah this was uh, it was a really i had no trouble but particularly when everyone's not sorry we're, we're still in the spoiler phase right so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when everyone's all together i had no problem Telling which one was which. Yeah, absolutely. And which is with, tough. That's yeah, a absolutely. Tough thing to pull like, off. Well, it was much easier with him because it's like glasses or no glasses. Yeah, yeah. You hair, know. messy hair or no messy. Hair. Right. You know, but with her, it's just like it, like a slight variation on the hair, but not really. But it's in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just the reaction to things. It's the tone of voice. Or like, really, what a what a solid performance. She's, She's really yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. yeah, sell that. Sell the stuff too, but I'll save it for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so check out the one I love on Netflix if yeah. you're uh, yeah. if you if you haven't uh, been spoiled. <laughs> yeah, and if you <laughs> like, haven't spoiled, like, check it out anyway. It's fine. It's not you that much of a shocker. It, it yeah. wasn't like wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I watched something. I'm going to skip 
you were going to say something. I'm going to step on your toes. I was, was going was, was to say, hey, Dan, did you watch something? Because, <laughs> Greg, speaking of all the things that you watched, mm-hmm. I, I think, did you rewatch what I watched? No. Okay. I, sitting, I, ha- I own it on VHS. Yeah. When I've had it for a million years. So this uh, was. But I'm going to watch it this week because I just need to now. It was kind of crazy. So Emma has been meaning to show me this movie, Dogfight, yep. for a while. And then Phoenix and Lily Taylor. On Valentine's Day, it came up again, and we had planned to go to Value Village and some other places because we like thrifting, and so the mo- the movie came up in, ca- in casual conversation, and then we got to Value Village, and the first VHS that was on, on there, Amazing. like, presented to us, like, yeah, yeah. like facing out, yeah. was that way. I was like, oh my god, it's that movie that you want to show me. We gotta get it, and then yeah. we watched it that day. Yeah. Um, and boy, that movie is fucking wonderful. Yeah. I really, I, really like it. I absolutely adore that movie. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, I think, since high school, or I haven't seen it at all. Okay. It's, it's about, it's about, uh, River Phoenix and his friends make a bat. They have to, like, date Bring the girl. ugliest girl to the right. Yeah, they're, they're all about to ship out. They're yeah, they're Marines. Nam. They're all they're, guys at the beginning of Vietnam. Yeah, military. They've all enlisted. They're not draftees. They're just like, this is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to get matching tattoos and have this, and uh, the dog fight is a... Bring the ugliest girl to a party. To a party, yeah. And, and they whoever, they rent a room out, yeah. and everybody puts in money, and then there's rules. Like, they all have to be nice to them and show them, like, yeah. a good time and not, yeah. like, let them know that the farce is up. Right. And it then was once, remade later as Dinner for Schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then but once, the, but the dog, like the big part, that's not really the movie. No, because he he finds Lily Taylor at a cafe and brings her, um, and he kind of tries to talk her out of it because he feels a little bad, but not really. Yeah. And yeah. then she ends up finding out about it, and she slaps him and stuff, and he ends up going to apologize, and they go out for like a quote unquote real date. Right. And then the majority of the movie is just their evening. Yeah. Yeah. One um, night. It, yeah. And I think it's. I, th- I think it's my favorite thing that River Phoenix did. I, it would be up there for me, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, I love Stand By Me, obviously. But, yeah. But this is like... And it's yeah. Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon. <laughs> yeah. It's everyone's favorite. <laughs> but it's it's a great movie because it is it's a, it is a romantic comedy, and it's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, and it's funny. But it's uh, it's it's really touching as well, and just yeah. gets devastatingly real at a couple of points. Yep. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a movie that I... Li- the thing I liked so much about it was that it's a the setup is interesting it has a hook to it but it does have that kind of like odd couple he's kind of like a dick and she's like really nice and maybe they're gonna learn something but but the script doesn't allow it to be cliched like that Mm -hmm. so every time that they sit down and discuss things they're they're actually like they're actually so real and they're and they're talking and it's not just like oh you should be more nice and don't swear you like yeah. tough guy and he's not being like oh you gotta learn the real world there's a real like push and pull between the characters and they mm-hmm. and you actually get this sense they're like learning things from each other yeah it's like really really interesting and yeah. really and the characters and the performances are just so fucking great yeah 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 it's, it's, just, it's it, wonderful for, for a romantic comedy it does like kind of set you up for how you think things are gonna go yeah and snatch the rug out for me a totally little bit. like the ending is pretty uh, memorable for me. Yeah, it, it's it, really, really strong. It, it's the majority of the movie is the is the night, and I found it opens up a bit at the end, and I was like, oh no, I kind of liked it when it was just the night. Yeah, but it circles back after kind of like an extended piece where I was like, uh oh, is this not going to nail the landing? Yeah, and the final like shot is just like perfect, perfect. Like there, there's. <laughs> if you're gonna go and have them come back, like this is how you do it. It's fucking 
the, just the final shot's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, outstanding. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, you know what? From the way you're describing, it, I don't think I have seen it. I mm-hmm. feel like I've heard it described several times. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, and she's so good in it. Oh, oh god, my yeah. god! Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably the first thing I saw her in because I yeah. saw this right when it came out, like new release on video. Yeah, and I've been just a massive Lily Taylor fan. Ever yeah, since. she's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great, great performance. Yeah. I think the first thing I ever saw her in was uh, another Camera Crow movie. Uh, Saying anything. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I, would, I, I didn't really know who she was then because she's got a... Yeah. He, yeah. Lies. Yeah. he lies. He lies. That never been me. She's never so been me. fucking great in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> never. Yeah, that would have been the first time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyway, so, yeah, yeah, dog definitely. Fight. It's weird for, <clears throat> for a movie with two actors and, and that people know, like, fairly well that it's kind of like a hidden oh yeah a hidden movie i yeah i don't really know too many people who've seen yeah. it or are aware of that even which it's is worth moment. rediscovering it's so good yeah yeah so so good totally it just makes it more and more sucky that he uh yeah uh, i know not, uh, make it past 23 yeah. uh. really sad i uh i watched something yeah mm-hmm. a little bit of television news oh. here oh TV. i watched the fir- that's right yeah. commonly known TV. as tv <laughs> <laughs> occasionally shortened to tv tv <laughs> uh, uh, the british call it telly oh. um i watched the first two episodes of better call saul oh, oh. all right keep yeah. this spoiler free i <laughs> have not seen anything i saw the first like three minutes i'm like i don't have time to do this right now and i can't stop in the middle <laughs> yeah uh okay I don't want to spoiler it or anything, mm-hmm. but, but Saul it is, comes but it back. Is, uh, yeah, but yeah, a lot of it is about Saul Goodman. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't want to say. Ah, uh, yeah. There's nothing I can say other than I fucking love it. Yeah, it's not Breaking Bad. Yeah, but it's definitely in the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah, it's very. It looks a lot like Breaking Bad, but it's not Breaking Bad, yep. but it's in the universe. Oh, okay. Boy. And okay. I want to just keep <laughs> saying that over and over again. Uh, the Breaking the, Bad uni. Uh, uh, yeah. Breaking Bad-iverse. Uh-huh. Um, but when this uh, podcast is done and you guys leave my house, I'm going to watch the two episodes again. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking wonderful. And yet, I will say, s- stuff happens, but... They're letting it unfold. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. they're they're confident enough in I what it's going to be. I think they went become. into this without a plan. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm tired from all this success. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's it, let's it, try like, getting bad reviews for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I feel like um, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say too much more other than like a, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I don't really know yet, kind of thing. But I'm yeah. like, I, I kind of feel like. I see where they're going, and yeah. I see where they're veering into, and it's fucking excellent. Sweet. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait. I'll yeah. probably watch some tonight. Yeah. Nice. Do it. Anything Do it. else? Yeah. What uh, did you watch, Greg? Well, based on your recommendation, I watched Pride. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Saw that last night. All right. I uh, watched that as well. Yeah. Pride did you, Casey? Is... Did no. Did you get around to it? I watched uh, th- uh, three and a half hours of Saturday Night Live. And oh, yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, this is a uh, UK film about gay activists working to help miners during their lengthy strike of the National Union of Mine Workers in the summer of 1984. Yeah, coal miners, not yeah. like underagers. Yeah, to miners. <laughs> yeah. They're striking. We want beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> this played at TIFF last year. <laughs> Serve us in bars. Come Serve on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we demand to be taken seriously. Answer a beer, please. Yeah. 
Um, starring among a, a big ensemble cast, Bill Nye mm-hmm. is in here. Um, yeah. A lot of other people. Um, he, him, and uh, Dominic West are the biggest names. Yeah, yeah. and um, Patty Con. What's his Considine? Name? Considine? Yeah, Considine. Considine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. I was at home for family day with my brother and my parents, and and we had this, and thought we would sit and watch a movie, mm-hmm. uh, and and didn't really know what to expect. There was a poster that I saw when it was playing TIFF that made it kind of look like it was a musical, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure like yeah. what this really I is. I thought it was a musical I, too. I kind of thought it was a musical, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, and I was just kind of like, oh, maybe I'll see that, but like mm-hmm. I'm not going to run out to it. I, I had seen a trailer for it. Uh, okay, I don't remember what I was watching, but there was a trailer for it a little while ago. Yeah. And so, what did you think? I really liked it. I, I loved it's this. It's really movie. good, right? Yeah, it's really good. Like really, really good. <laughs> it's. It reminds me of so like. It is a true story. Yeah. Okay. And and it reminds it's, me. It's, it's very specific a plot for yeah, it not yeah, to be yeah. a true story. Um, and it reminds me a little bit of like the filmmaking of Selma, where mm-hmm. it has that kind of like crowd pleasing kind of sad but also uplifting but thing to it. But it's when British films do that, though, it comes across a, a more in a more pleasing way it's yeah. a little more genuine it's like in that sort of tone of like things like the full Monty and stuff yes. like that like we're, talk- we're gonna talk about actual things yeah. and a story but it's a total fun time too and here's exactly. some jokes yeah you know, and this movie's funny it's really funny super funny yeah yeah I laugh my ass off yeah I don't um, think Bill Nighy can not be funny yeah um, <laughs> yeah I, like I fucking loved this movie it's the performances so good. are so good I know um, and the, the thing that I think struck me the most about this movie is that it's doing the crowd pleasing thing but the big beats of the movie whether they're happy or sad aren't necessarily the big moments like yeah. a lot of the like sad things don't really like beat you over the head with it it's very no, like no. there's scene there's a scene with Bill Nye and they're making sandwiches oh, yeah. and he ha- he has this like huge reveal but the scene is very very small yeah. and that's what makes it almost so effective yeah so i like that about yeah, it yeah man i really liked it a lot dominic west was fucking excellent at yeah. it i didn't know that mcnulty was such a good dancer <laughs> uh, yeah and uh and the lead kid i've never seen him in anything before he doesn't have a whole lot of acting credits the guy who played mark mark mm-hmm. ashton i think that's his name uh excellent uh, ben ben schnetzer yeah well that guy's fucking amazing he's great yeah what a performance um yeah i this was i watched it i watched so much shit yesterday uh, and this was like the last thing, pretty much. And, but it was just so good, and the pace of it was so good, and the yeah. story is so interesting. Super interesting because it plays with a lot of stuff that you've seen before, but maybe not necessarily in the same movie. Because it's about you know people who who are gay, and some of them are more out than others. Yeah. And then it also deals with well, the, like 1984. Yeah, yeah. A- and it also deals with like the political stuff that's going on that you've maybe seen in some of the more political BBC like movies about that era. Like yeah. there was a movie about Thatcher, I think that talked a lot about the minor stuff. Yeah, and yeah. but here it is like it. This really gives you a sense of like everything all at yeah. once. Like this is what it was going on in all these different pockets, but how it was all affecting each other. Yeah. Right, really, really good. It's yeah, just yeah. crazy, you know, like to think of being openly gay and going to try and, uh, you know, unite causes with yeah. coal miners. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and just to go out to protest and to, to, I mean, just brass fucking balls yeah. to go and do this, what these people did. It's just, oh, man. Totally. And people, I, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And, and like, 
with that, with the fact that it's about all these different things that were going on, and the fact that it is ultimately about like unity between people that are like, it doesn't yeah. matter who you are, it doesn't matter totally. like, like what, what your cause, what you, is. your cause yeah, is, yeah. that we're together. And there's a kind of a visual motif of like the flag with like the people holding hands. It's just like that's what the movie's about. Yeah, and right. it works yeah. so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. That's it's really good. good. Watch it immediately. Yeah. What a yeah. fucking great movie. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. Just a treat to watch. What else? What else? else? I uh, I watched an hour of a movie. Okay. Uh, I watched an hour of Inherent Vice. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, not because I didn't like it, because I don't think I don't think you can get into it, uh, get an hour into this movie and decide whether you like I know. it or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I um, I agree. It's just that I, I started it at ten thirty, <laughs> and I got to the point where either it's keeping me up or it's putting me to sleep. Well, I don't know what. <laughs> well, it, it was like. Uh, like Owen Wilson's character shows up and starts doing stuff, and I'm like, um, "Yeah, I don't know who he is or what he's doing. Uh, I feel like I need to like I, I feel like this needs to be an afternoon thing where just everybody else goes away and I sit with a pen and a pad and yeah. I do this <laughs> and I don't know if you will figure it out. <laughs> I feel like I will. I don't like, know because I, it's so it it's so not. Like what's going on in the movie is so not even the point. Well, that's that's like there's the dots I don't even think are made to be connected. Connected, right, right. Yeah. Like like, like, but I don't I don't feel like it's like a these are little red herring things. No. I just feel like things sort of fall away from the plot. Yeah, um, and people reference people that haven't been introduced yet by their name, and you're like, who are they talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But what I watched, I was super compelled by. Uh, yeah. I'm just not sure in what way yet. So. Yeah. And I still haven't, I've thought about it a lot, but I haven't thought about it a lot in the sense like, a, I got to see that again and figure it out. Yeah. I feel like it was something that happened to me and I, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was funny and weird, but I don't want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> see, I really do. Like, I feel like it's something that I want to, I want to fucking really investigate this movie. Mm-hmm. If only for the, the short amount of him that I saw, Josh Brolin is Oh, he's great! Yeah, brilliant, super in this funny. Movie. He's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, and there's fucking one of the greatest moments of physical comedy I've seen in like the last ten, fifteen years. And it's um, uh, what's his name there? Uh, uh the 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 Walking other Phoenix. Fa- Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's uh, in a brothel and he gets hit in the back of the head. Oh, he I saw that in the trailer. Pinwheels around. Yeah, yeah. His arms go a flailing yeah. and then he just goes down like a yeah. sag of yeah. shit. I was impressed with that too. <laughs> it's it's fucking wonderful. There's yeah, a lot really of kind of like yeah. There's a lot of stuff kind of like that, right? Like yeah. with weird reaction times and stuff. Yeah, which which again is just another thing that that makes me feel like I also want to read the book. Like I feel like I really want to get into the world of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, of this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I have only seen an hour of it. I won't yeah, talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm very curious about checking this thing out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Don't be tired. No. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I still don't know how I felt about it overall. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though. Definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> and super. It. It's hilarious. It is yeah. really funny. There's some great, but it, it also feels like like it's not trying to be funny at all like it like it feels like a very serious world in which zany things that wouldn't normally happen in a serious world happen so i'm like but but you're not taken out of the movie i don't know again i don't want to talk too much yeah. about it until i've seen the whole thing yeah <laughs> but i was fascinated by the world it creates mm-hmm. just just absolutely yeah sweet what yeah. else anything 
I'm I'm spent on my movies. Yeah, I feel I think like, that's all I, I saw. Like I got interest. it all out. It's not all some right. shit, but you know, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're through. Man, you're Screw so it. Cynical these days. Screw we're film roulette. <laughs> and I saw some other shit. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do got to use some Doc Martens, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you got an adolescence to go through. Yeah, <laughs> we do have to go through some film roulette. So <laughs> let's get into film roulette. But first, if you go to modernsuperior.com/slash donate you can donate to the show via a paypal donation or you can click on our movie poster link and go uh get yourself some kind of a movie poster go get the inherent vice poster and try and figure that out yeah. <laughs> stare at it yeah. and uh yeah so go to modernsphere.com you can uh just go to modernsphere.com and click donate or go to slash donate whatever you want to do and uh check it out mm. and otherwise we will see you on the other side of film roulette <laughs> Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers have to go see something good. This week we picked The Kingsman and the loser has to go see something shitty. This week we could not not pick Fifty Shades of Grey, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Greg mm-hmm. gave us Beyonce. I did. Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce mm-hmm. in... Uh, in honor of the Grammys. So we will yeah. do that. We will talk about those movies, that album, and then we will roll for movies next week. So that's how we play, and that's what we did. Two of us went and saw Kingsman, The Secret Service, mm-hmm. directed by Matthew Vaughn. This film is about a spy organization that recruits an unrefined but promising street kid into the agency's ultra-competitive training program just as global threat emerges from a twisted tech genius starring Colin Firth, Taron Egerton, Samuel L. Jackson, and more. Uh, this is an adaptation of a comic by Mark Millar, Millar, Miller, Millar, Millar, of Kickass and oh. Wanted. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which I didn't know going in. No, me either. Yeah, and then I realized watching yeah. <laughs> in some scenes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So this is like it was kind of sold as like a, a retro Bond esque film, maybe updated a little, kind of spoofy. Yeah. Um, uh, how do you want to get into this? What sh- how should we start this conversation? With I loved this movie. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I liked fucking, it. I had a blast. <laughs> I it's liked it. It's big and crazy and just it's, like, there were so many scenes of just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the kind of movie, and the thing that I liked about it the most, I think, was that it picks a very kind of tone that you wouldn't see in movies a lot. Yeah. A very silly kind of goofy tone. Yeah. To the point where like 10 or 15 minutes into the movie... Like there's a a, a kind of pre uh, movie scene, and then there's another scene, and I kept kind of waiting for it to be like a fake out. Yeah, like I kept waiting. Like, okay, when is this going to pull out of this weird heightened reality? No, never. And reveal that it's like a movie within the movie or yeah. a game within the movie or something yeah. along those lines, and it right. doesn't. No, which I liked a lot. Yeah, it just it's, it's not put, like it like pedal to the metal and stayed there the whole time. Yeah, maintaining that sort of manic energy the whole way through. I was just so impressed with because the action in this movie is bonkers. Yeah, there's some crazy just stuff. Bonkers. Like, yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> but I felt... So I had some issues. I felt like it's it, this movie's a little long. I felt it was, it was kind of a mess at times. And uh-huh. I felt like there was two tones battling which is is that kind of like we're really going to reference the fact that this is a bond kind of movie to the point where yeah. people are talking about it and it's yeah. really silly and goofy and then 
undercurrents of Millar's kind of uh, like being a piece of shit. He's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a scene in the church, which is a crazy scene. Yeah. If you've seen the movie, but I felt like took it so too far to the point where I felt like the movie was trying to make me enjoy something that was offensive by like contextualizing it because it's a scene where a bunch of people get murdered who are like in a church and they're horribly offensive people using the n-word and saying they hate gay people and stuff but then but then the movie like murders them all really graphically with like a fun song over it and i was like well i hate these people but i don't want to see like people getting murdered like women shot in the face and stuff make me feel like it's a fun scene yeah. like it's a crazy scene and it's, it's insane it's insane but i was kind of like and there's a, a twist with the colin firth character that makes him kind of not a part of it yeah. in a way but i was kind of like stop trying to make me like enjoy seeing people get like brutally murdered yeah uh, in a way that i didn't like i fully enjoyed watching <laughs> people get brutally murdered i thought it was just great it's like, more more it's a crazy forever. scene yeah. and it's really <laughs> and it's well executed in the sense that like the visuals of it and the things yeah. That are this thing was in it. Bu- like like it was so they set the tone in the first fight, yeah, of like what how over the top but also completely nonsensical the yeah. violence is where like there's a lot of limbs that are cut off but there's no blood, yeah, you know there's a lot of like it's cartoonish it's very, it's, and they don't push the CGI no, to realism. I didn't it's, see it's, anyone as a human being in yeah. this movie, so I didn't really feel too and I didn't terrible either about until somebody that point, getting yeah. blown up or whatever the fuck. And there's just. I, the it is a bit long, but the fucking uh, climax is so it's pretty fun. It's awesome, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I like. I don't want to spoil anything because once one thing yeah, started, no spoils. He's I'm right when something was about to happen that you realize it's going to happen. I was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> like you know, in cabin in uh, cabin in the woods, uh, when like just before all the doors open and you yeah. realize all oh, the doors are going to open. Yeah, There's yeah. a moment like that where I was yeah. like, oh. Boy, <laughs> everything's gonna happen yeah. now. And I and I also I was like, all right, I'm so down for this. But then in the back of my head, I was like, if you had a button that could do that the whole time, why don't you just fucking do that for so? Because <laughs> they're like, press the button to make that happen. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, it, but again, done it earlier. The, 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 the story is ludicrous. Yeah, no, everything about it is bonkers. But I just had so much fun. Yeah. I laughed. I was by myself in a theater, laughing my it's ass super off. Fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a, a fine, crazy thing. Sam Jackson's a lot of fun in it. Colin Firth is Sam Jackson awesome in it. Is really good. Yeah, and, Mark and Strong that, is always great. I really like that guy. He's a good utility player. And then this kid, I thought the kid was really good. He's great. And and the stuff between him and Colin uh, Firth is amazing. Yeah. Colin Firth was so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Jackson playing kind of something you haven't seen before. Yeah. And that that role could have went awry. No, oh, yeah. Like no, with yeah. a lisp no, he's, he's and a so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a crazy movie. There's a lady running around with knives her feet. So, yeah. you know, come on. I just, <laughs> I have, yeah. I just got to say, if a mo- when a movie has a literal princess locked in a room with yeah. nothing to do, and then they have her promise anal sex to the main <laughs> character if she's saved, I yeah. was like, f- and then you end your movie on that joke. Yeah. I was like, you fucked up. Like, that is not funny. Like, I thought that the gag, like, at the end of the movie where it's like, and now he's going to have sex with her in the butt as like one of the last things that happens in the movie i was like it's that's not funny not funny i didn't think it was funny at all and it soiled it a little i was like that's just why would you end it on that note but there's i loved the goofy kind of like playful spy tone and you don't see that anymore yeah and i wanted more of that and i hope there's a sequel to this 
because no, they're already talking about it. Yeah, it was a huge money maker. I just hope that they really don't weekend, so. push it. I hope they don't say like this was a success. Well, I hope so they let's don't go dump further it off over the top. to somebody who's not doesn't have a, a vision as a director. You mean I like Kick Ma- Ass too? Exactly. Yeah. So Matthew yeah. Vaughn's a very good director, very very good action director. He's handled yeah. everything pretty fucking well. Like Kick Ass has been really tainted for me by the sequel. Like yeah. usually that doesn't happen, but I kind of oh yeah for don't sure. Ever I won't see... I won't watch it now after having heard what you guys said. It's the worst. Yeah. I really wanted to see Jim Carrey in it, but I won't watch it now because yeah, it yeah. just sounds hateful. I imagine all of his scenes are probably on YouTube somewhere, and you can just yeah. see the interesting characters <laughs> together. Um, oh, but in uh, X Men First Class was just outstanding, so so good. And this was yeah. If it's not him doing it, but I get yeah. the vibe the articles I've read that he's planning yeah. to do it. Uh, but if it's not him, I'd be very very worried about this franchise because it's handling this kind of stuff. Uh, coming from a questionable writer like Mark Millar, like uh, there aren't a whole lot of women in this movie, and that's. Not good, but it's yeah. good because it's Mark Millar's story. So if there were more, they'd probably just be degraded in horrible well, ways that I don't want to see. <laughs> the, the this the character of the woman that becomes a Kingsman as well yeah. um, is really good. And but I almost felt like the thing my problem with the end of the movie was that like when that princess comes into play and there's those yeah. jokes, it's kind of like they la- they leave the other woman character like. Uh, like out to dry. She, yeah. they, she's like on a phone in her last scene. They're like, "Good job, see you later." And she's like, "I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere." <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, don't yeah. even see her like come home. Yeah. And it was kind of like just the a couple things at the end of the movie really made me go, "Oh fuck, come on." Yeah. But I just hope that if they're gonna do a sequel, I hope they don't go like, "Well, we've done so much crazy stuff in this one. The next one has to be even five times more crazy." I just want fun wacky spy hijinks with these characters yeah, yeah. and that's all you, it needs to you, be would you call them spy jinx spy jinx please just give me some more fun spy jinx <laughs> because all that stuff is great and sam jackson's plan is so like funny and, and over the top and crazy yeah, yeah. and Re- perfect refreshing for kind of movie. almost and it's bananas yeah uh, i don't know yeah i really had a great time um, I, I hope to be described one day as refreshing in my, <laughs> yeah, in my bananas. And I gave up bananas kind of way. <laughs> but I like where it ended. Yeah. I like refreshing in my bananas. <laughs> it was a refreshing yeah. banana. Yeah. No, and um, it is it is super funny, and yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it's not, you don't have to think very much or at all, really. Better yeah. don't. But totally. I, I really had a lot of fun watching yeah. this movie. Definitely, I was. I will watch this again. I was very overall happy with 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 the movie. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, hey Casey. Hey, you hey. saw a movie. I went movie. and saw Fifty Shades of Grey. Speaking of <laughs> bananas, yeah, your yeah. bananas yeah. and how refreshing they are. Yeah, uh, you saw Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey. Spoiler alert, guys! This movie did not refresh my banana. <laughs> no. Oh man. <laughs> you mean uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which is about literature student Anastasia Steele's life, who which changes forever when she meets handsome yet tormented billionaire Christian Grey. Yeah, those are seriously their names. <laughs> Yeah, uh, directed movie. by Sam Taylor Johnson, uh, starring Dakota Johnson and Jamie Duran, uh, among others. Um, so this is based off the hugely. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A successful book. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the director of Nowhere Boy. What what hey. did you think of, of Fifty Shades of Grey? Now, you had to go see this no matter what, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I saw this movie, you guys. Yeah? I literally saw this movie. <laughs> um, we, went, we went to uh, Rainbow Cinemas, you know, yeah. the one down on Front oh, wow. Street? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, why not feel like I'm going to a porn theater? <laughs> <laughs> I might as well. Um yeah, this movie's what you think. Well, yeah. Well, I don't even know what I think it is. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Do you think that it's based on um, fan fiction? Uh, okay. You know how on Bob's Burgers, um, Tina writes fan fiction? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like kind of a weird, awkward 14-year-old who doesn't so know about anything about stuff. sex. Yeah. yeah. So she writes from that perspective. This movie feels very much like that. Mm. Like it was written b- from the perspective of somebody who uh, who has heard of sex. Yeah. Uh, See, that sounds awesome to me. <laughs> oh, you, you you wish you wish it was that kind of awesome, but yeah. it's but it, it turns out not to be. It, yeah. it it really is just like like the main guy, <laughs> Christian Gray. Yeah, and her name is Anastasia Steele. <laughs> like it really stealing Gray. Yeah, like but but it it. it he, this guy, I don't know who this actor is. He's from The Fall. Yeah, with, uh, uh, Julian Anderson. Well, I don't which care is a what great he's show. from. This guy <laughs> is god awful. He's so good in The Fall. He's though. so good. In really? the, yeah. Is that yeah. amazing in The Fall? Yeah, um, like, like amazing, great. amazing. Yeah, like spectacular Watch that fucking yeah, show. He's so good in it. That is insanity because like he just feels like this guy, or maybe he knew what it was or something, but he's just this guy, and he's. Christian Grey, and he does business because he's a businessman. <laughs> Don't ask me about my sex. My sex is weird. You would, but like is it, it on fire? Uh, uh, at no point is anything on fire. There were, there. I assume more boners in the SpongeBob movie <laughs> audience than there were in this fucking thing. Um, oh, wait, it's no, how sexy is it? Yeah, it's minus sexy. It's no, and the main girl. I don't remember what the actress's name is, but she's a very beautiful woman, and mm-hmm. she's very naked. Dakota Johnson? D- Dakota Johnson. She's mm-hmm. extremely beautiful, and she's very naked in this yep. movie a bunch of times, but it doesn't matter. Like, you're just kind of going like, uh, like, it, it's so sterile. And it's so, like, because this thing is supposed to be about some guy, if I understand it correctly, about some guy who takes this young virginal woman yeah. to the edge of... of Leather whips, erotic and stuff. whipping, yeah. <laughs> and, and the ecstasy of pain and stuff like that. But it's it's the most like tame version of that. It's it's like they show you a booby, and they're going like, okay, well, this scene has to be very erotically charged, so let's show a booby. 
<laughs> you know, like it, there, there's nothing else to it. It's like there's a scene where he's like, "I'm going, I'm going to hit you on the buttocks." <laughs> he doesn't say buttocks. He goes, "I'm going to hit you six times," and she's like, "Fine, show me your world," kind of thing. But then, uh, you know, it all goes awry. No spoiler alerts. Uh, how does it go awry though? Yeah, uh, I don't understand. What, what, what is the there's g- a story? What is she the goes? Of it? I don't like it. <laughs> That's how it goes awry. The only thing I liked about this movie, there was a movie or two that were all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, the only thing I liked about this movie was the end. I was like, oh, you did that. Fair so enough. So what is it? Tell me. Uh, okay. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Because I, I honestly, I wish I could suggest that people see this movie. Uh, but for I, the I really ending can't. or no? No. Um, but uh, she, you know, he, he sort of like throughout the whole movie, he's trying to coerce her into being his submissive because mm-hmm. he is a dominant. Mm-hmm. Because that's his life. Yeah. I'm bringing you into my world. But she wants a relationship with him and he kind of wants a relationship with her too, but he doesn't know if he can do it because he's a dominant and he wants a submissive. And then, uh, and so he like sort of rejects her time and time again. Um, and then the final time she's like, uh, she's like, okay, well show me your world. Like, cause she's like, I don't want you to like, you know, smack me around and stuff like that. Cause that's kind of fucked up. Um, so finally, like it's the big scene, like where he's like, I'm going to hit you six times with this like riding crop thing. So, and he's like, I want you to count it out. So he hits her the six times and she counts it out. She's like crying and stuff. And and it's not even uncomfortable. It should be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I don't want to see some. I, I don't know. Th- that's really not my world. Is a little peek into my sex <laughs> life. I'm not down with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but if if it's going to be like that, it should at least be uncomfortable. And I'm like, there's nothing here. There's like a total fl- like sexual flatline. Um, and then and so he does it. And she's like, don't fucking touch me. Don't ever touch me again. And she's leaving. And you think there's going to be like the big like, he's going to be like, wait, I can change for you. Yeah. Kind of thing. And he, and he's like, no, wait, Anna, wait. And she's just like, no. And then it ends. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, good. That's a strong choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. To, like for her to just go, no, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about what you do or anything like that. Your shit is fucked up. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. All right. I kind of like that. Not, and, and it, it's not played like you know this whole lifestyle is wrong or anything like that it's just she didn't like it yeah my kind of i i kind of respected that as a as an ending but yeah by and large it just feels like it was did you want to leave the theater like look at the screen and be like no no (laughs) no christian gray no no movie don't you spank my bottom (laughs) (laughs) this movie didn't this movie didn't even spank my bottom at all uh this. I still think I know that I think it was like really early on when they had those like maybe Paul Verhoeven would do it but I feel like yeah. you if gotta Paul make... Verhoeven did it it would have been a very different movie uh-huh. and a very very I, no I think I, it still would have stopped. yeah, yeah I just yeah. feel like the it, subject matter from, just isn't there from what I've heard like it's brightly lit and it's just so flat like the direction and it just feels like from what I've heard, it needed to make a choice to be like, am I going to be bonkers or am I going to be like a serious like look into like consent and but and it's not. sex and it's not and, that but it's, it feels like like I haven't read the book or anything like that, but it feels like oh I've never written I've never read a Daniel Steele book either, but it feels <laughs> like that like it, yeah. it feels like it's trying to be a Harlequin romance yeah you know and, and because it's again so sterile and everything is very like uh, you know S and M light. 
like they show you all these whips and everything like that but they never get used or anything more often than not he's just buying her dinner and cars okay and mm-hmm. and that's it yeah so it it, it really falls no. flat of what i think no <laughs> no more dinner don't you hit me i would like another car please <laughs> don't hit me uh <laughs> yeah no more dinner i'm full right now <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, so it's. You should make a sequel where they do get together, but just at the end of everything that they do, you know. Did you do you want to watch Friends again tonight? No, no. <laughs> I don't like Joey. <laughs> do you want to watch Joey? <laughs> the spinoff? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was kind of hoping that you would come back with like, oh, it was crazy and yeah. so stupid and the dialogue was nuts and I had a hilarious time. Not really. No. It's, it, it's the kind of thing where it just telegraphs everything. It's just like, you know, that she's got this roommate and her and her roommate are friends because her roommate stole her sandwich. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just that thing of like where we're so familiar with each other. I'm going to make a sandwich, but my roommate is going to take it right off my plate and eat it because we're so close. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was my sandwich. <laughs> I'm bend over. That's the moral of the movie. Is like you have a crazy relationship with a sex whip man, so you can keep your sandwiches from your. It's girlfriend. funny though. It's funny yeah. that there's no argument there though. I recently watched an episode of the real world on MTV and there was a huge blowout argument over somebody eating somebody's sandwich. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, That's shit, more man. real. Yeah, I would this freak movie. out if someone took a sandwich from me. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm rarely more excited for any momentary thing than having, having a, sandwich a sandwich I'm about to eat. <laughs> then when the sandwich Fuck is yeah, when sandwich. the sandwich is finally made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, oh, it has become a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All these ingredients have been layered into yeah. a sandwich. You have you have taken your final form. <laughs> <laughs> now I will enjoy your lunch. sandwich assemble. Full <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tron sandwich. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's flat. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's, yeah, sandwiches can't be flat. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. the sandwich is flat. Also, <laughs> uh, but uh, but the movie is just just very yeah. flat and lifeless. It's funny that it's called Fifty Shades of Grey because that's what it is. It's just fifty different shades of the same boring color. Yeah. All yeah. right, you heard it here, and uh, yeah, we will now get into our album. Yeah, we listened to Beyonce, the fifth studio album by Beyonce. This came out uh, very late, dis- uh, very late 2013, uh, and it dropped. Sort of, there was a big deal because no- she didn't really tell a lot of people the uh, the album that she was working on. And it dropped out of nowhere, um, mm. unannounced. Uh, and you may remember these singles: "Drunken Love," "XO," "Pretty Hurts," among others. This was a huge album through December to August. Uh, there were singles from this album, Juggernaut album. Um, and you've probably seen some of the videos and uh, heard some of these songs. I had not. Nor had I. I'd never heard any of these songs. But it got uh, amazing um, reviews. So Entertainment Weekly gave it A-, minus, NME 8 out of 10, Pitchfork 8.8 8 out of 10, Spin 9 out of 10, Rolling Stone 3.5 out of 5, All Music 4.5 out of 5, Metacritic overall 85 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I yeah, I hadn't heard it. No. Um, so... Had you heard much of her stuff otherwise? Nope. 
Yeah, I, I, I heard know some of the singles. singles. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Crazy in Love. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, and I know yeah. uh, Sisters. Is that a song? Uh, uh, there's did no you just one make where, a song up? What, what <laughs> I might have. Isn't there one What's where... the, if you like it, you should, should have put a ring on yeah. it. What's that called? To the left, to the left. That's a great song. That's another Lady, one. Ladies, if you're here. All the single How ladies. That's the one. Single All ladies. Single yeah. ladies. There you that's, go. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah. Sisters. <laughs> sisters. You're thinking of the song Half-Hearted Sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> so. Sisters. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Notable uh, people that are on this album are Drake and Jay Z, as well as Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. Harvey uh, Keitel. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, how do you want to get into this? I, I still have yet to. Okay. I don't know how to. I I found, um, I found it a really interesting listening experience because, um, I found it very interesting to pick through sort of what's going on here musically because it was unexpected in that I know Beyonce has these huge singles and I feel like this is an album that for an album that has like five or six singles it doesn't sound like an album that should have every song's a single because a lot of it is really dark I didn't know what w- yeah like- and and kind of like I don't know I found it was interesting that it's playing with all these like dark themes but there are big hooks but the songs never get like too catchy poppy but they also never get too like meandering dark and no, i found a, there's an interesting balance which i i sh- i feel like i should have liked this album more than i did mm-hmm. i i didn't but 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 i feel like it's my f- fault or not my fault i feel like i just don't know how to listen to it yet and and i tried uh a couple of different angles but i ended up every single time every single song i ended up going like okay well i like how the the beat like i like how the well, i want to say drums but obviously it's not drums but like I, I like how the percussion sounds are happening here i like the way they're recorded and i like where they sit and um oh that's interesting production at no point was i ever listening to what she was doing or or rather i would start out listening to what she was doing but then i would i'd be like oh she's just sort of ambient she's just here doing being being Yonce. that's interesting um, i found that like it never got to because I do think it's hard when you make like a pop album that is sort of like not necessarily super structured, like you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah. And and there is always that like worry that the sort of singer is going to get kind of lost, or you're not going to end up paying attention to what she's saying. And I found that there was a good balance here of 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 like I was always interested in what she was singing because she's an amazing voice. She's got a great voice. Yeah. And and I found that that held me through the moments where it was kind of more of like a story than a song and then when it does hit the hooks she obviously nails the hooks i found it like was a really i didn't i wouldn't say that i listened to this and was like fucking blew me away but i was like whoa i did not know that that's what this kind of album was going to be that Mm -hmm. there's a lot here to pick through yeah and in terms of like musically because i knew that there probably would be lyrically because i've heard a lot about like the you know her being a feminist and all the things that you can read into the into the lyrics and 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 i knew that there was that kind of like discussion going around her as a songwriter Mm -hmm. or a singer or whatever you want to say so it was more surprising for me like oh this isn't just like you know there's a verse and then somebody comes and raps like jay-z's gonna show up and then it'll be like another verse and then she'll sing the chorus that it was more organic of an album right i was kind of like really into that there was something i found touching about the song about uh her daughter Mm -hmm. um uh i i I think i sort of like perked up a little bit for, for that song 
But yeah, I, I found myself just just uh, I didn't find the storytelling very compelling or anything, and I, I found I did find her her vocal delivery to be a little meandering. Hmm. Uh, but again, I I tend to have that problem with with R and B in general, like with with the sort of like vocal histrionics and stuff, like where it's like yeah. look what I'm doing with my voice and stuff like that. Like, like where I've always sort of had like I've always appreciated the 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 sort of like. Uh, uh, a vocal line that serves the song yeah. as opposed to that serves the vocalist where uh, R&B is built upon um, serving the vocalist, serving the vocalist. And, yeah. and that's never really been my thing so I find I just switch off a lot mm-hmm. and, and I found myself very much switching off like I think that there were some some great ideas for R&B but for for the type of music I listen to, the, this album didn't reach that at all for me. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me, I think my big one of my biggest point of interests with this album is just that that this kind of album can reach a juggernaut status because I do think that like it's absolutely it, it's interesting that this isn't what you would expect when you think like oh you know Billboard top albums of the year up for a Grammy. I feel like you, yeah, it would you like kind of assume uh, sort of the you know late 80s early 90s model of like an r&b singer yeah. just like you know 10 songs all aimed at the radio just yeah like, right you know, a little mismatch of hits yeah and, and the, this isn't and a tony like braxton album no yeah. or like and, a, even a, an early mary j blige yeah yeah, yeah. and yet five of these songs crossed over into huge hits and but she's beyonce i mean she's like she's oh, that too big to fail kind of thing yeah but i don't but i also and she's fantastically talented yeah Totally. Like whatever she does. And I love that I like she just dropped it like uh, like she's been quoted saying like, oh, you know, I don't think anyone cares about album releases anymore. I want to do something kind of like I just want to like do a big deal album drop and just like all of a sudden it was on iTunes. Right. And I mean, for for her to do that as like a one of the biggest artists going, mm-hmm. I mean, like that's really cool. Yeah. And I love I love that in the areas of like hip hop and, and R&B and stuff like that, experimental albums are starting to become more and more of a thing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, I, I sorry, I don't want to jump. We should have talked about this. I mean, the reason I picked this album is because of Kanye and Beck and all that yeah. shit. And we kind of glossed over it. We didn't get to it at all. But uh, because of this sort of like weirder angle R&B stuff does get big. And a lot of Kanye stuff is super weird, too. And yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. But what what was he doing on Saturday Night Live? Oh, he was uh, uh, being uh, so far up his own ass. He was just like, I don't, like, I didn't get it. Like, it started and I'm like, okay, something's going to happen. What did he do? Well, because I don't think he, I don't think he ever has a point. Maybe his lyrics do. But yeah. I think that his performance pieces and shit like that, I don't think they have a point. I think they're just supposed to be like, ooh, why is he lying under that sheet? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he starts, okay, he's like got a big bright white backdrop and he's in like all black and he's, did he have like contacts in Yeah, him? he had yeah. some weirdy contacts in And uh, he's lying like on his back sort of upside down in, in sort a, of a very, Jesus very pose. Very much in a Jesus pose. And he starts doing Jesus walks. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and when he was doing that, I'm like, yeah, fuck, man. He's got a great flow. Yeah. Jesus, he good. It reminded me that uh, that th- there are Kanye songs that yeah. I do like. And really, like, really he good. And, but he only does, like, a verse and a chorus, and then he moves on to two songs where he doesn't rap. He's Were sort there of, two songs? I don't know. Or was it all songs? just the same bullshit? <laughs> the same and heavily auto-tuned bullshit? He went from lying in the Jesus pose upside down, just took, like, kind of crouching and sort of singing these songs and then two other people came out and crouched next to him 
and then it was over. and sang equally poorly. Yeah, yeah. In the same shitty auto tune. Yeah, like there, there was like there's songs without hooks and like, or discernible melodies <laughs> that, that they were probably just making up. Yeah, it was really. And I'm like, is this a? I don't. I haven't heard this one. Oh, I don't. I don't yeah. think this is a hit. But it was just really weird, and it just like it did. It seemed so much like it was being set up to be a huge spectacle, and it just wasn't. Just like, no. look at how white this sheet is. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. So. Yeah. But I mean, that's this is the that's the biggest pop star in the world. Yeah, and you know, I don't understand why. But that's but he's selling like crazy, so that's kind of what's selling. So it's it's interesting that weird art pop. It's not quite art pop, but it it's not entirely yeah. not that either. Is sort of the big thing now. But it's like this, there's this performance piece aspect. Yeah. To, to the music yeah. and honest and this Beyonce album does that way better than I've heard Kanye do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I do think like in terms, I, I of, didn't listen to this and I should have, and I'm yeah. going to now. Now because I, I wanted I to know interested. what you guys thought of it because if it was just going to be fucking twelve. You know, uh, talent show songs, and I wasn't going to check it out. But if it is more of this, oh yeah, there's a yeah, new thing going on, then I, I, I say, will I will listen to it. I I say check it out, and there is something there. I just haven't been able to access it yet. Sure, yeah. sure. I I really uh, liked it. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break on it. I'm probably gonna return to it. But yeah, yeah I really I really thought it was interesting, and I do think that. Um, like in terms of the Grammy stuff that happened, I do think that uh, for my money, I feel like I would pick this album over that Beck album. Oh, I was going to ask that because I, I, I really so. liked Beck's album. I heard it. The I, it wouldn't have cracked my top ten albums yeah. in a year. Look, Dan, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> Is I don't that know. what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I I really think that with an album like this, with an album constructed the way this album is, with all of the singles. Uh, hitting super big and then with all of the videos basically becoming like super iconic like some of her videos with the black and white and the mm-hmm. dances and stuff yeah. like that broke through huge oh, like, people amazing, were yeah. doing viral like their own versions of her Stella. stuff and and I just think in terms of for the year the you know from from the way the album was released to the content to the way it broke through and the kind of music it is for it to break through I do think that this is something that should be like this is what was this was what was going on in 2014 like yeah. this album yeah and i think that for me is more of a sign of giving something a grammy than like beck's gorgeously produced album that i thought was boring yeah but also the <laughs> grammys are so st- like uh, if anyone should get mad really at the grammys it's the metal category because you know who won best metal performance <laughs> tenacious d for uh, this for, year for covering a Dio song, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. What's performance? That's is fucked that, up. What yeah, does I that know. mean? Like, is I that don't even know. I mean, live? yeah, give it's it the to metal Rise thing. of the Phoenix. Yeah, but well, yeah, but uh, but like that's over Mastodon. Who yeah, are, yeah, like, and got up. thrown out of the Grammys, by the way. Did they? Is, why? How come? <laughs> because they showed up and were just assholes. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. They Mastodon, showed up they in rule. these crazy costumes. Like one guy was wearing a suit made out of balloons and shit, or something like that. One of them was dressed fully as one of the Dodgers. <laughs> He's wearing a full baseball outfit, and they were just like not answering questions properly and being assholes and like throwing money all over the floor and shit like that. They got removed. That's that's great. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. It's like that's... yeah, you yeah, you're gonna give our uh, grand metal Grammy to a comedy band. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Tenacious D and respect what they do. It's so yeah. great. Yeah, but come on, man. But don't. Get, but it's it's not in, for a like, cover for a fucking cover. Even their even their albums. There's not a lot that's metal about. No. Them. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. That is so, weird. So, yeah, like, that's the biggest sham. They're going to be some fu- back or Beyonce. But- hey, two really good albums and fine, whatever. But, we're yeah. like, you're going to take a fucking novelty act over, you know, a, well, a band that the- might have saved or, or has started an entire new generation of metal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck but off. even even the rap, like, didn't Eminem win best rap album or something? Like, yeah, it's Isn't so that kind of fucked up? Yeah, it's super fucked up. Uh, yeah, because like, there's so know, much. The Grammys. Yeah, he won. I think he won. Oh yeah, that really not good album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was even an even uh, an even newer, not very good album than the last one that we listened to. For oh, the really? show. I think it's, another one? I think it's called. I think Shady he won for IX the Marshall thing. Marshall Mathers Part two. two? Or something. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because there's a newer one. one than that. Is there? And it's garbage. It's just really. He did another one. Yeah, it's awful. I won't. I won't buy. I won't. No, it's it's over. It's so fucking over. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, like for him even to win right now with all this like amazing stuff coming out in rap right now yeah like there's so much going on right now i don't really even know that much of what's going on in rap right now but i know that there's hell of a lot more interesting <laughs> oh, things than then, some yeah. washed up old and i swear to god you guys he is starting to look like don knots it's, i'm not even fucking <laughs> oh my god but, oh man yeah. well that like is don knots if he was wearing a skin suit that was a size too big <laughs> <laughs> jesus he just yeah. hanging off there. And hated his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, so yeah, I want to. I want a report back about what you think of the album. Chris. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check it out for sure. Totally. Yeah. But for now, we're gonna roll. No, no, we're not. No. Oh yeah, we're gonna get an album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not going. Um, uh, terrible this okay. uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually uh, going for an album that I think will promote a pretty interesting conversation okay um, to a very divisive uh, artist who uh, has made many many albums one of which uh, only one of which I'm familiar with um, and the album the content could be considered satirical and is meant to be, I believe, satirical. Uh, but it could also be construed as be, as hiding misogyny behind satire, um, and M- not just M&M. misogyny. <laughs> but uh, M&M but M&M. there's some strong uh, uh, there's strong religious themes to it as well, and it's it's a whole concept album. Uh, it is uh, the artist is Frank Zappa. Okay, oh. and the album is Joe's Garage. Okay, oh, wow. it's uh, it, yeah, and I, I think with these three, you're, you're very familiar with it, Absolutely. Greg uh, Legro, yeah. as am I. Uh, Dan, I don't know uh, how much Zappa you. Know. I love me some Zappa. You're a big uh, Zappa guy. I'm not huge because there's so much, mm-hmm. but I have the albums. Joe's Garage is one that I know, but that I'm not like intensely familiar with. Right. I so, haven't probably listened to it in a year or two. What I like, I mean, we'll talk about the musicality of it yeah. because there's a couple, like, there's a couple of uh, of songs like Token of My Extreme mm-hmm. that that I'm just like. It blows my mind how how strong the melodies are, uh, and and how beautifully Ike Willis sings a, a lot of the songs yeah, and everything. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like I'd like to kind of get into the the sort of uh, uh, the subject matter and, yeah. and the lyrics and everything. Yeah. Okay. Fucking yeah. huge Great. conversation. Yeah. yeah, I think totally. So. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Yeah, we well, have to make the tidbit committee short next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like a half an hour talk, man. Yeah, got to shorten up my bits. Yeah, people <laughs> should listen to Joe's Garage. Yeah, yeah, jump on it. Uh, well, you, even if you hate it, it's something to talk about. It's yeah, definitely totally. something to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. Well, cool we will guy. talk about yeah, that I thought, I thought next that week. It, it is funny because, uh, uh, like, I, I spent a lot of time listening to that album, mm. uh, maybe a couple of years ago, and then I started work, uh, and and I work with a guy who's a gigantic, but he only listens to Zappa, yeah. basically, um, and and we sort of bonded over that album, and mm. and it became like sort of like the soundtrack of uh <laughs> <stop> goods department <laughs> so yeah and i started thinking about it i was like this is going to be a really interesting conversation yeah, mm, yeah totally like an a man yeah there we are um all right well now we're gonna roll yeah and uh we're gonna roll for what we do in the shadows uh yes, the I'm, I, I'm winning yeah. this comedy oh, vampire uh movie from two people that uh two of the flight of the concords yeah, is it both well, of them or no, one no, of them? It's no. only Jermaine Clement, but Jermaine uh, Clement with uh, I don't remember the director. Name. He's, he's directed a, like four or five yeah. episodes of Flight of the Concords. Yeah. He's been a cre- you know involved with them creatively, but yeah. not on screen. Yeah, and this is uh, a Flight of the Concords. sort of faux. Um, sort of fake documentary mockumentary look uh, I believe that like the movie starts with like a logo of like the kind of like the channel or the documentary logo or whatever mm-hmm. and then the movie is sort of played straight as as documentary yeah um, I can't wait to see this I'm really excited it's supposed yeah, to be yeah. super just funny just watch the trailer it looks fucking hilarious yeah <laughs> um and we haven't picked anything for the loser. No, I know you had a little list. I so had a let's list. Talk about your list. Okay, I, I, there's not much in theaters right now. We've seen Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey, so we're gonna go with a. Uh, well, I have. You have. You guys haven't. Sure. I wrote down some vampire. I'm at the royal we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure that applies. <laughs> okay, so my list of vampire movies that we could pick as a loser. Yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn. Includes we, Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay, okay. Jesus, that Blood Rain. <laughs> Uwe Boll's Blood Rain. Mm. Dracula 2000. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Vampires Suck, the comedy. I don't think uh. we did that. And then I also Against the Dark, starring Steven Seagal. Oh, right. Which is a direct-to-video fat Steven Seagal movie. fighting vampires. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do we want? What oh, we- man, it's... Um, <laughs> well, what do you, what do you want to see the least? Blood well, Rain okay. is apparently just unwatchable. There are s- there's six Christina movies Christina Loken's here. naked through it. Who is? Christina Loken, uh, Terminator 3. Oh. <laughs> what? A, okay. Well, I I'm have, kind of compelled to see that one. I have, there's six movies. Okay. We have a die. Oh. Do we want to do one? Oh, I like that. Do we want to do one to six, and then anything above six is vampire suck? <laughs> yeah, okay. One, oh. to, one to six, and anything six and above is vampire suck, or should we... Uh, or one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Yeah. If we could eliminate one of these movies, then we could L- double L- up on the What's your list numbers. again? We could probably eliminate something. Blood Rain, Dracula 2000. <clears throat> oh, Queen of the Damned. Is that on there? Yeah. We can get that out of there. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. So, one and two is Blood Rain. Three yep. and four is Dracula 2000. Yep. Five and six is Vampire in Brooklyn. Seven and eight is Against the Dark. And zero and, and nine is Vampire Suck. Okay. Okay. That's three, so that's Dracula 2000. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> Starring. That's the one I'm least fucking Well, this is the thing. It's like, I don't want to see that at all. No. At all. All the other ones, I'm like, that might be funny. Yeah. yeah I'll, probably, just like, I'll probably, aside from hey, all this, see Blood Rain. Wes, <laughs> Wes Craven presents <laughs> oh. Dracula 2000. Mm. Starring yeah, you Vitamin said, C. You yeah. that like that's a, that's a bulletproof career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been just fucking yeah. hit after hit after mm. hit. Yeah. More deadly friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. All right. Deadly friend too. Scary acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. All right. Now we got to roll for the movie. 
Uh, Casey? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> you will be rolling for Dracula 2000 or What We Do in the Shadows. That's a three. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It looked like an eight from oh, here. I guess yeah. I'll roll yeah, as that's per the, the order. usual. Fucking, what are you doing? That's a seven. That's pretty strong. All right. Uh, three and seven. Casey and I versus Greg. Zero. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Oh, I was worried. I really wanted to see what we do in the show. Me yeah, too. It's just, and we do. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. The, yeah. Mm. Curse of the Zero. God. The Zero is so just. I know. One of our, our listeners sent us a message saying that, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but the zero often represents 10. Yeah. Right. Or something like but that. No, no. Zero is much funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we're like, oh, no, that's that's yeah, much yeah. better. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is great to get no number Nothing lower. At all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on I over. I should have been allowed to at least roll for my own terrible. <laughs> that's what we'll do next time. Yeah, if you're next the loser, time. then you can roll for your garbage oh, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's a good idea. That, that, that would have been the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. I'll fucking watch You'll it. watch Dracula Isn't 2000. that guy from, who is Dracula 2000? Isn't it uh, that fellow Isn't who was Wes in that? Wes Bentley in that? There's some big oh, names in it. I feel like, didn't I just? Gerard Butler's in it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Isn't Ugh. somebody like uh, Omar Epps in it? Or Yep. Johnny Lee Miller, Justine Waddell, Jennifer Esposito, uh, Omar Epps. Oh, hey, you know what, though? It's hip and happening in the tradition of Wes Craven's Scream Trilogy, says somebody oh, that's on the says cover. Wes Craven. Says, <laughs> <laughs> says the Toronto hey, hey Sun. Guys, it's hip and happening. <laughs> hey, man, the Toronto Sun said it, so oh, hometown well. heroes. Yeah. yeah, well, didn't they just fold? <laughs> Ugh, this Hip and that's what like ruined shit. the Toronto Sun. Or hey, like, Nathan Fillion's in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Toronto Sun <laughs> closed. Nathan Fillion's embarrassed to be in it. <laughs> yeah, when they announced <laughs> that the Toronto Sun was closing, they were like, uh, as seen on the cover of Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dracula really? 2000 publication closed. <laughs> that was, no, yeah, they didn't want everyone to know how horrible they were uh, about other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, they really are the worst. They have the worst politics, the sun, and then they also love Dracula 2000. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those. Um, all right. Well, now we get into 90210, yeah, relay. Uh-huh. Uh, and... All right, so my episode this week was called And Baby Makes Five. <laughs> oh shit! All right, someone's oh, having that, a baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kelly's mom. Kelly's mom shitting out a baby. And it is this <laughs> what? <laughs> Gross. Um, and the whole episode is about it. And uh, this was <laughs> this wasn't that good of an episode. Uh, it was. I made. I made what? some notes. I, I made, believe you. These I are made, great episodes. I made some notes. This episode. Okay. I'll preface this this review with. The episode is trying to be like a farce. It, oh no! Like a dialogue-based farce. Based what farce? Like it's trying to be like, but who who said this? I don't know why they said that. How'd they hear about this? Someone told them, and they told this person. Who told what person? The whole time. Keep, I, I, I didn't get that. Keep okay, going. Okay, so somebody's like, <laughs> yeah, I how did you know this? That. Because somebody told someone about something, and who told them? And then how did you know? And you found out this, but I didn't know about that until I heard about this. It's <laughs> yeah. so like uh, the whole episode. Turns out Dylan's on Look. first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it opens with like pictures of, of babies, like old baby photos in, in photo books and stuff, and soft music. And we find that it's Kelly's mom looking at the photos. 
and uh-huh. Kelly is kind of like playing the soft music playing the soft music <laughs> she's just like singing Brandon's it dad as his cats yeah there. um and she asks kelly asks her mom like what's mel have to say about all of this in reference to the pregnancy and her mom says that she hasn't told mel yet and so this sets up sort of uh mel doesn't know that um kelly's mom is pregnant so kelly goes and and it, we see the gang at school um dylan won't tell brenda what he has planned for her for Valentine's Day. Very topical. Valentine's Day just happened. Mm. Um, oh, we're almost timed out. Up. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she wants to know what he has planned. He won't tell her. And she's like, give me a hint. And he says, we'll be lying down. And then uh, you're like, what? <laughs> uh, I guess they're going to do it. So then Kelly is mean to Brenda about not caring about the valentine's day thing because brenda's like what do you think uh what do you think he's got planned and kelly's like i have bigger things going on i don't care and then uh <laughs> david silver goes to kelly and says hey since my dad and i are coming over for valentine's day do you think it'd be okay if i bring donna because it's like a a date thing <laughs> since my dad impregnated your mom <laughs> yeah maybe i should impregnate you <laughs> well he doesn't know yet all right he doesn't know oh. so he's like can i bring donna to our family <laughs> did i ruin the, the, the <laughs> just wait <laughs> he wants to bring uh his girlfriend donna to the the dinner and she's like that's not okay and then he's like, you "Well, I call her meathead." Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> "He's like, I gotta go start my radio show." So he does. Um, Donna goes to Kelly and is like, "I'm tired of you being so mean to David." And then Kelly is like, "I don't want to talk about it. I gotta get out of here." And Donna's like, "We're your friends. You need to talk to us about stuff." So Kelly tells Donna about the pregnancy, and Donna's like, "What? Oh my god!" So then Kelly, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Kelly goes to David and he. Oh, sorry. I think. Uh, all right. Yeah, I can't. I may, I may have wrote, written Kelly's name as Donna. So Kel, I have, <laughs> Kelly goes to David. At, and, at a certain point, it doesn't it, matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I believe Donna talks to David in the uh, radio lab, and uh, <laughs> he tells her about like my dad. David's the original podcaster. Yeah. He, uh, David's like my mom. My dad's gonna ask Kelly's mom to marry him on Valentine's Day. It's like a big deal, and I hope that you can come to like the dinner and stuff. And uh, she's like, oh, well, that's a really big deal, especially with the baby and all or whatever. Oh, Donna. You fucking idiot. And and (laughs) David's like, what? (laughs) Now we're at the PP. Peach Pit. PP. Steve. (laughs) Thanks for the clarification. Steve (laughs) is like, hey, Brandon, what if, like, I wanted to give a friend a Valentine? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, Brandon. I like where this is going. (laughs) And and, uh, he's like, I don't want this friend to think that, like, I'm interested, even though I actually am. And he's obviously talking about Kelly. And then Brandon's like, that was not obvious. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Andrea's there as well. She shows up and she asks uh, Peach Pit regular Nat, uh, the boss, about the racing paper that he's reading. And she looks at Sorry? it. He's reading like like a racing paper, like, racing like forum, when yeah. you go to the racing forum for oh. horse racing. Okay. She's like, what's that weird paper? Let me read it. Oh, this is crazy. And he's like, yeah. And he starts teaching her about the stats and everything. And so she picks a horse randomly and it's a long shot. And oh. the horse is called Lovesick. And uh, <laughs> she tells Brandon about it or something. And there's a kind of like a... 
A whoa situation. There's kind of he. There's a situation where there's more like will they won't they with Andrea and Brandon. It's won't. It's stupid. They won't. Um, no, they won't. He will let yeah. you know. <laughs> won't they or definitely won't they? Yeah, that's <laughs> what's going on between them. <laughs> <laughs> so David goes How to see How long are they going to fucking do no, this? I, yeah. Like fucking 20 seasons. Jesus. It's not a, it's never enough for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um David now goes to see his dad who works at the dentist's office. He's a dentist. I don't know if that was in a previous uh episode. But uh yeah, I don't know. I feel like they well, I don't know if the office was, but uh, they've mentioned he's a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> um okay now where was i so he goes to see uh, his dad at the dentist and his dad shows him the wedding ring that he's gonna uh, ask kelly kelly's mom uh, to marry with and uh-huh. david's all sad and then that's the end of that scene he's like Bow. why is david sad because he knows about the baby now but he hasn't told his dad yet because he's like why wouldn't my dad tell me about that so uh, he's all kind of like oh i don't want to mm-hmm. talk and then um Kelly is yelling now at Donna about how she blabbed about it, and then Donna goes and blabs about the proposal, which Kelly didn't know about. So Donna's like, well, I figured that everyone knew because he's going to ask her to marry him, and then Kelly didn't know that that was going to happen, so now Donna has said the other side. It's so confusing and stupid. So basically, yeah, it, it sounds <laughs> like they're trying to do like a French farce kind of. Yes. This guy doesn't know these guys are yes. married. So Donna reveals that <laughs> that Mel was going to ask the mom to marry him and Kelly didn't know that, that was going to happen. And so she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How many times do people go? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just added that in whenever something serious happened. I didn't care. Yeah. So now Brenda blabs about the pregnancy because she knows to the oh, Walsh Jesus. parents at dinner and Brenda tells them that they can't say anything because it's a secret and the dad's like well it's a secret that's going to be revealed eventually <laughs> and then Brenda asks Brandon if he knows what Dylan's going to do for her for Valentine's Day but Brandon says that he keeps his mouth shut when his friends tell him to do something not to do not to talk to anyone oh burn yeah. basically because she talked about the pregnancy thing he's right. like well i you know dylan maybe told me but i don't want i'm not gonna go blab it like you you so, burnt so what you're saying is that brandon is on his fucking big self-righteous yes. high horse yes yeah. absolutely that's asshole. where he's most comfortable yeah, yeah uh, he loves it. now kelly and her fucking mom shit. are having it out about how she blabbed to her friends about the pregnancy and kelly tells her mom about the proposal which she didn't know about so now the mom is like Ugh. oh man mel's just got trying to Ask me to marry him because he knows now about the pregnancy, and that's the only reason, which isn't true. I hate this episode. It's the worst. Yeah, maybe <laughs> these adults with their uh, adult lives should stop involving yeah. a bunch of fucking teenagers <laughs> because in their fucking drama. Jackie, Jackie Kelly's mom is like, he doesn't want kids. He's said it a bunch of times, so now that he knows that I'm pregnant, he's going to ask me to marry marry him because he feels like he's obligated to because of the baby when that's not the case because he doesn't even know about the baby right it's uh, stupid uh, oh, so you know you they uh what what they could do mm-hmm. is just sit in a room and, and talk, talk to, to each, each other, other. no <laughs> so now Instead we go of fucking <laughs> involving a bunch of high schoolers <laughs> um now we go to the peach pit again, and Nat is reading the racing paper again. Love sick, the long shot won and paid fifteen to one. So 
he's like, hey, uh, Brandon, your girlfriend Andrea's got like a good thing going. And Brandon's like, hey, we're not dating. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. And then Nat said, uh, hey, well, you should reconsider. She's talented or something about picking horses. Uh, because she seems to be getting on a run of wins. So you know Andrea, what they say about girls who can pick horses? Don't nope. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> <Don't> ever fuck <laughs> them. But let them know. Yeah. Just tell them you're not interested in dating them. Yeah. Uh, Andrea arrives, and Nat wants her to pick another, and she does. This is the B plot. Uh, now Jackie is at the <laughs> dentist's office and she storms in while Mel has a patient and there's a big like joke that there's like a patient with a thing like the little tube in his mouth like <laughs> while they have a big conversation. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking stupid. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, whoa, he's over there and he's, the things in his mouth. <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like that. I don't like that this show occasionally tackles important issues like uh, teenage drug use and uh, clumsy cowboys. <laughs> and then occasionally has this wacky thing where like somebody could just storm into a dentist's office and talk to the dentist while he's working. Like, yeah. That, uh, people don't do that. No. Yeah. And it really undercuts the uh, <laughs> the artistry of this finely <laughs> yeah. crafted show. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, hey, is, is John around? John. Oh yeah, is is Andrea hanging out with John? I don't think so. No, he's gone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Well, yeah, yeah. you know what, John? You were no Emily. No, yeah. No, no. Maybe you should have drugged something. Yeah, Jimmy Kane nailed it though. Jimmy Kane from Champion Lover is like the all the throw in like random people. It's like a red shirt on uh, yeah. Star yes. Trek: yeah. The Original Series. Yeah. Like some guy will be super important. One and one done. So then. <laughs> Yeah. Dead or just never seen again. Yeah. I really wish, like Star Trek, uh, they were all killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Much better. Um, <laughs> so Jackie's at the dentist's office with Mel, and they're talking about the situation, and Jackie's like, you don't want children, and I'm going to keep the baby, even though you probably don't want it. And he's like, what? I didn't know. And what? then she, she wants to break up with him, and she's telling him about how she's going to break up with him. And every time he tries to talk, uh, she interrupts him, much like a farce. Uh. So he's like, and she's like, I don't want to hear it anyway i'm gonna break up with you and he's like but i know and she's like no i'm gonna do it people don't do that yeah (laughs) so it's really stupid i hate that on sitcoms where that's the place for it i'm so glad i didn't get this episode yeah me too it's really making me mad brenda still (laughs) won't making me hate dan (laughs) brenda still won't tell uh dylan still won't tell brenda about his valentine's day plans but he gives her another hint and he says it's red and warm and close to her heart uh, and it's like, okay. Anyway, back to the pitch bit. lungs. Yeah, it's your actual heart. Um, the other horse came in again and won. So this is the second or third time that, that Andrea's picked a winning horse. And uh-huh. She's got something special going. Yeah. So Steve's like, let's all go to the track. And they're going to do that. So now Jackie is upset about breaking up with Mel. And Kelly asks why she's going through with everything instead of just getting rid of the baby. And Jackie reveals that she had an abortion when she was younger. And uh, she can't go through with it again. And Kelly did not know that. Mm-hmm. Is she um, mad about it? No. Kelly's oh, like, okay. oh, I, you know, I always wanted like a kid. Uh, I always wanted like a brother and or a sister when I was younger. And I like would wish for it. And then the mom's like, well, it happened. And I had like had to get an abortion and had if, to get an abortion. Well, Why? she's like she didn't have to get an abortion, but she wasn't ready for the baby, so oh, okay. she got so an abortion. She, right. Okay. And is kind of and because Kelly's like a couple times this episode, like why don't you get rid of it or whatever? And and Jackie, the mom's like, well, you wouldn't say that if you went through had 
been through with one. All right. So I had to go through it when Does I was younger. The, I don't do want they to. skew one way or the other on on the issue, or mm-hmm. do they just mention that it happened? They just mentioned that it happened, and she doesn't want to go through with it again. So mm-hmm. she wants to keep this baby. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So now we go to the races, and they want to try for a pick six. And Nat introduces uh, all uh, Brandon, De- uh, Steve, and Andrea to this like guy who's like a classic like uh, at the races guy who's one time won a pick six, mm-hmm. and he kind of is a weird character here in the final end of the episode. But we go back to David at the dentist office talking to his dad again, and his dad reveals about the breakup with Jackie, and then reveals about the baby, and then David reveals about how he already knew about the baby because Donna told him. Oh. Then David says about how he told the girls about the ring and what a crazy chain of events it has all been. And his dad says, it's not your fault. But it is. But it is. Yeah. Uh, technically. <laughs> it's technically all of their fault. Ted lies and says, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to the track. Andrea's horse wins again. Oh, my God. Oh, this is no. still going on, and I don't care yeah, for it. They put money down. Uh, oh, man. Yes. You're going to have to start calling her Seabiscuit. Yeah. <laughs> so then Mel shows up at Kelly's house to talk to Jackie. Jackie is says. That like C word? <laughs> She's a real seabiscuit. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's what I call the C word now. Seabiscuit. All right. <laughs> um, God, stop being such a seabiscuit. <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> okay, so Mel Mel shows up at Kelly's house to talk We're to Jackie. We're being a couple of cunt biscuits over here. Really. <laughs> yeah. We're being a couple of real cunt bees. Yeah, don't say biscuit. I don't like that word. Um, Jackie says that, says that she's having the baby no matter what, and Mel asks Kelly why her mom is upset, and he wishes she would tell her... Uh, that he doesn't want to lose her. So Jackie storms off, and Mel's like, Hey, Kelly, why's your mom being all crazy? I wish that you would tell her that I don't want to lose her. And anyway, that's scene over. <laughs> I don't care. This is the worst. I'm just trying to get through it. Donna and David are bike riding now, and they're being all, they're, they're like biking around, and Donna's like, Why are you being so quiet on our bike ride? I'm David? just so relieved that you don't have any intention of having sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yeah. But they talk about. So much time to ride bikes. <laughs> they talk about the whole situation, and then Silver takes off to Kelly's house to talk to Jackie to fix things up. He straightens things up about how Mel didn't know about the baby before the pregnant before uh, he was going to ask her to be to marry her. And Jackie's like, "Oh no, <laughs> not really." I just put that in there because she was falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. By the way. <laughs> Uh, so now we're at the Walsh's house, and Brenda's still asking Dylan about the plans, and he says you have to be 17 to do what he has planned for with her. And then he also tells her to wear short sleeves. Mm, that's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Make sure to be 17 and wear short sleeves. Now back at the races, uh, no more bets yet because Andre isn't sure. She doesn't have that uh, feeling that a uh, horse is calling her name out for, for a pick. So The horse has been calling her, calling her name out. No horses have spoken oh, to her. Yet. These horses have been calling her before the races <laughs> on their horse telephone. No. Hey, 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 I'm gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's hey, been, Andrea. So <laughs> the whole episode, she's been like waiting for like the the names to jump out at her on the paper. She's like, I just I don't have any special feelings about any of these ones. I so I don't want to pick them until I get that like winning feeling. Mm. And the other and then like all the like old dudes there are like, yep, you, it, well, your gut knows when you pick a winning horse or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so and then she finds <laughs> one in the in the paper called Cupid's Wing. And the win and the winnings are an, an eighty to one shot. It's a crazy shot, and and she's like, "This is it, Cupid's wing. It means it means something. This is gonna win." And uh, so they all leave to get food for some reason, and she's alone. And I thought like something really like the music kind of went like, "Oh shit, something's gonna happen." It's like, is something like really? Is like is she gonna get like assaulted or something? Get her like knees broken. It sounded <laughs> yeah. Her gonna because freak they, out because they have been that saying be awesome. they have been saying like oh underage we are underage like betting right now by yeah. all pooling our money together so they are kind of playing up like we shouldn't be doing this and I was like fuck is something gonna happen yeah, Nothing, yeah. doesn't happen no oh. uh, she ends up talking to that guy that won a pick six once and he's like. Cupid's wing is a sucker bet because it's a claiming race, and the only reason the horse is in there is because they want someone to buy it, and it's like not going to win. So he tells her to bid on some other horse called Follow Me Home, and he, and then uh, she goes and tells Nat like this guy's telling me that this is a sucker bet, and you need to bet on Follow Me Home right now. And he's like at the thing, and he's like, oh come on, what am I supposed to do? Eighty to one shot or this other stupid horse, and I'm like falling asleep because <laughs> yeah. episode sucks. Because who cares? Uh, and then it's race time, and Cupid's wing uh, is like it's it's doing okay, but then it starts to get tired. It drops out, and then it doesn't win. And no, everyone do, nobody knows what Nat did yet because he like went up to the thing and was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And it turns out that he did put the money on Follow Me Home. And so they follow me home. One, they win money. Yeah. Oh, great! I'm so yeah, glad the so, rich people won more money. I know. Yeah, yeah. So then we go back to the dentist's like free office. Money too. Yeah, hey, wonderful. I just found some money. <laughs> uh, they go back to the dentist. They're back at the dentist's office. Jackie shows up to talk to Mel, and they patch it up. And he asks her to marry him. This is mm. all wrapping up. Dylan shows up and reveals to Brenda that he's taking to her, her <laughs> he's to. pregnant too. I'm pregnant too. He <laughs> takes her to you see a movie called uh, a play called Love Letters. And uh and then we cut to dinner at Kelly's with Mel a and play David. Play called Love Letters. Yeah, <laughs> I really trying hard. Here. I know. <laughs> and then so it's uh, it's Valentine's Day dinner with Mel, David, Donna, Kelly, and everybody, uh, and it's all worked out. And Donna's like, "Hey, guess what, David and Kelly? If they're getting married, you're gonna be brother and sister." And then David and Kelly are like, "Oh no." And then uh, <laughs> did they just figure this out? Yeah. <laughs> How long did that take? It's a real like wow, wow, wow moment. Um, yeah. And then Somebody lost the final, the, right, it the final like. reveal is uh, Dylan says what they're going to do now that they've seen their play, uh, and it turns out that they are giving blood together. Hence, you got to be seventeen, red, close to your heart, wear short sleeves, etc. Uh, and Dylan reveals that he was in an accident when he was younger on Valentine's Day. And he needed a lot of blood to get through uh, the recovery. And he's always wanted to give some blood back. And he wants what? to do it with Brenda. <laughs> so they hold hands and give blood together. And she says, you know what? It's weird, but this is actually one of the most romantic things I've ever done. And it fades out on a, on their hands holding while they give blood. I'd like the uh, <laughs> listening audience now to just picture me doing a jerk-off motion. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Also, I'm jerking off right now. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't mention that it was like a sarcastic, like, what a jerk-off. You're just yeah. like, I just want people to know I'm miming that I'm jerking off I'd because like, blood really turns me on. Basically, I'd like everybody to picture me jerking it. Yeah. 
That's what does it for me. Oh. It was uh, it was awful. It was I don't just even know boring. what the message was here or anything, but I know that this was uh, for past, 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 not past, past, whatever that. It, it, whether not, or not, not it was not pass pass. Yeah, no, no, fail, fail. Well, yeah. <laughs> fail, fail. <laughs> the writers' room, I guess, was like, "Hey, um, one of our characters is pregnant. Let's mm, treat it like a joke." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be like, oh, what if uh, there's a really crazy turn of events where everybody reveals to everybody else the details and then it gets crossed wires and then they don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, why don't we do like a French farce kind of thing? But, you know, not funny. Yeah. <laughs> not funny and like not really farcical with the exception of like people said things to other people and they didn't. The, the trail of like who said what to who is kind of convoluted. Yeah, it's you like actually, a sitcom without the joke. If I had explained it better, like it's not that hard. Like a couple people know, and then and then they don't know like the what is happening on the other side. So like the only real complicated turn of events is that Jackie thinks he's gonna propose because he th- she thinks he knows about the baby. Yeah. And, and that's the only like confusing part. It's not like an episode of Frasier where they actually really fucking try and play it up with like someone was in the room and they overheard this. Blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. you can do that if you really want to do that. They, they didn't really want to do that. <laughs> well, no, because they're still trying to ground it in some sort of reality. Yeah, yeah. This but, is just some sloppy bullshit. And they don't learn. <laughs> yeah, anything. I give it a sea biscuit minus. <laughs> <laughs> they don't learn anything about like underage gambling except for that like except bet on the right horse and you win. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> they really played that moment like, we're going to go get food and he's going to go bet. And then like they cut to like a shot of that like guy that won the one back in the day. And I was like, he's going to come over and like, like they're telling him who they're going to bet for and stuff. And I was like, why would you just be like, hey, other guy, we're going to bet on this one. I think it's going to win. Like, yeah. you fucking keep that to yourself. Yeah, I think you're supposed to. And then I was also like, he knows that they're picking the horses and that they've all pooled their money together. So it's like at the end of the episode, he's going to reveal that he's like undercover or like or something like he's yeah. gonna be like i sold you out because this is illegal and it never happens yeah nothing happens Jesus nobody Christ. breaks andrea's kneecaps at all no <laughs> nobody gets any that comeuppance is, for being uh underage trail. illegally gambling Ugh. and uh the pregnancy thing is treated with a half-hearted farcical shrug it yeah. was it was so boring. Ugh, I got a headache now. Yeah. That's how. Well, to be fair, that is how we're treating uh, Maya's pregnancy. Yeah, yeah with a half-hearted <laughs> farcical shrug. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. always coming in and out of doors. And yeah, <laughs> oh, that was my thing. If you're gonna do a fucking farce, you got to have like ten doors. Yeah. And people need to be coming in and out. Whoa, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah, there's some noises off. Shit, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's get Brian Ben Ben in here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you got uh, your episode next week, Casey, is called Cardio Funk. Yeah, I'm really yes. excited. <laughs> Cardio Funk. Cardio Funk. <laughs> I hope it's about a heart that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woo. and while you're... Yeah. Cardio Funk <laughs> in this <laughs> room. Cardio yeah. Funk. Can you smell that? And then while you're reciting you the episode... Broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> while you're talking about the episode, I'll be miming jerking off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Uh, we have fun. We had fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's the end of 90210 Relay for yes. this oh episode. All right. Is that it? Yeah, that's that it. That is it. It. Uh, please join us next week for our film roulette on what we do in the shadows and what was the movie? Dracula <laughs> 2000. That's going to be a good one. Uh, and we'll talk about some Frank Zappa. What we did in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, uh, yeah, that's it. So if you'd like to find us online, you can go to modernsuperior.com and listen to our show as well as many other shows, Super Zero, uh, Do Over, Drink Along, have a new episode, lots of stuff up there, two turntables mm-hmm. and a bottle of wine, I have some back episodes for you to listen to, tons yeah. of things. Go up there, check it out. And, uh, and hey, if any of you, uh, the listening audience, is going to be at uh, uh, the podcasting conference, uh, Pod Camp, Pod Camp. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at Ryerson this weekend, uh, I'll be there too. So please, yeah. just leave me alone. I believe. <laughs> so please walk away if you see me. I believe some, uh, some people will be there. I saw some tweets go out. Mm-hmm. From oh. other uh, some other Toronto podcasters, yeah, um, yeah, and you can follow us online if you'd like to at modern uh, sorry modernspirit.com. You can do that, but you can also yeah. go to facebook.com slash synwpc mm-hmm. or hit us up on Twitter at synwpc. And as a reminder, you can email us at info at modernspirit.com. The end. Yep. As always, we will see you next Wednesday. We'll see you next biscuit. And <laughs> goodbye, internet. Bye bye. Fuck Gene. Fuck Gene. Mm, uh, Straight cash homie. I got I got uh, honey stuck to my butthole. What's oh, that yeah, one? remember? <laughs> What's, why do we always forget about Greg's sweet butthole? <laughs> I'm trying sweet to forget. Sweet and sticky. I'm trying. <laughs> it's, it's unforgettable. No. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.